Super Talk Mississippi media production. Running a business is tough. If you're struggling with HR benefits and payroll, you're not alone. Many businesses just don't have the resources to keep up. That's where MWG Employer Services comes in. We provide a full range of employer services with everything from payroll to benefits to HR services and compliance and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. We're a Mississippi-based company that can help you focus on what you do best, growing your business. Call MWG Employer Services today at 601-206-7966 or go to MWG Employer Services You're listening to Sports Talk Mississippi On Demand, presented by Pearl River Resort. Escape to Choctaw, Mississippi and enjoy world-class gaming, the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, and Geyser Falls Water Park. Escape to Pearl River Resort. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi. On your radio and in the game. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Ah. Middle of the week, Sports Talk Mississippi with you, streaming at supertalk.fm. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, and Brian Haydad, thanks for being with us. You want to be a part of the conversation? Join us on the Ceasefire text line. Time to unlimit your data with $45 unlimited, only from prepaid by Ceasefire. Get unlimited on Ceasefire's nationwide 5G network for just $45 with auto pay, no credit checks, no hidden fees. Learn more at ceasefire.com slash prepaid 601-879-4395 if you don't have that number saved in your phone do it put ceasefire text line in your phone and know that that's the best way for you to get in touch with us we're coming to you from the pearl river resort studios visit pearlriverresort.com pearl river resort home of the golden moon silver star dancing rabbit philip m's geyser falls water park and a whole lot more again pearl river resort.com Middle of the week. Guys, this is a question that we've not gotten before that I can remember. Preston on the ceasefire text line. Since the start of the season is tomorrow, please rate my fantasy football team. Hmm. Gotta know to how many gotta know how many players are in your league. Because if this is like an eight man league, you could have done a lot better. But if this is 12 or 16, then, then that's different. But but if you came out with this draft in an eight-man, uh, I, I hope the buy-in wasn't too much. <laughs> Baker Harsh Mayfield's your quarterback. Chase Claypool, one of your wide receivers. Okay. Well, you're, you're looking at his, his reserves. His, 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 the top is his... Uh... Oh, he's got he's got my. Oh, I'm I'm sorry, I missed the. Uh, there oh, we go. I'm only looking at the one picture. Never mind. Okay, this is much better. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I only looked at the bottom picture. I had to better. scroll up too. I was like, Tony Jones, really? You you drafted him? Yeah, like I mean, he's going to okay. be a a backup, but no. Uh, Mahomes is the quarterback with McCaffrey and Gibson as the running yeah. backs, and Amari uh, Amari Cooper. Yeah, not, your, not, uh, your not, stud wide receiver. That's a 14 team league. You did good. This is a good team. Yeah, that's Hot really good. Lincoln Chips is kicker. Yeah, he was like the second or third kicker ranked in in one of the services. Yeah. Yeah, yeah this and is the name much of the team better. I love. Chalupa Batman. That's the name of his team. You get it? You get the reference? No. No, I don't. Okay. Okay. That's why I wondered if you did. I just thought it was a good name. What is the, the league? Uh, it's, okay. 
Very good. Very good. We uh, we got a new top 25 from the Associated Press yesterday. Alabama's still number one. Georgia moves up to two. Ohio State's at three. Oklahoma at four. A&M jumps to five. Clemson falls to six. Cincinnati at number seven. Notre Dame's overtime win that Florida State, good enough to have them at eight. Then Iowa State and Iowa. We'll do all of these. Uh, SEC teams, Florida at 13. Texas, not an SEC team yet, but they're at 15. Coastal Carolina at 17. Really? Uh, we got to be cute, Richard. Ole Miss uh, moves and explain to me why UCLA, into the top 25 at 20. Why is UCLA 16? This is why, if you're going to do polls, at least get them right. Why is UCLA 16? You're saying they should be considerably higher? It, it, if you're basing it on what we know about the teams right now, why is UCLA ranked behind Oregon, who should have lost at home to Fresno State? I mean, UCLA's got what? The second or third best win so far in college football? Yeah. Based <laughs> off of last week's rankings, it should be the third best win, right? Georgia would have the best one, Alabama would have the second best one, and then UCLA. Yeah. And I'm not necessarily arguing that UCLA should be three, but 16 seems low. Especially because, not because they won, but because of how they looked in winning against a team that most people thought was pretty good. LSU, bought, uh, by the way, falls out of the poll. Miami falls from what, 14 to 22? North Carolina goes from 10 to 24. And Auburn. After that impressive win, sixty to ten over Akron, makes its debut at number twenty-five. Yeah, that's a ranking and name only. Uh, what did I say? Akron's coach was in his tenure there one in seventeen, yeah, or one in eighteen, something like that. Uh, pretty brutal. Um, I, if I were ranking, I I don't know if um, the drop, the dramatic drop for Miami. I, I've said they're overrated, but they're getting punished pretty heavily by getting beat by a team that everybody expected them to be worse than, you know? I mean, why now are you suddenly, oh, got to drop Miami way down to 22 or out of the polls because they got beat in the way that everybody expected them to? I don't understand. And in the way that basically everybody is going to get beat by Alabama. Pretty much, yeah. But Wisconsin, I watched the entirety of the Wisconsin-Penn State game. If they played Ole Miss today in a neutral site, they would lose. I like Paul Christ. I think they've got some good things there. Uh, quarterback, offensive weapons are not one of them. Let's do this real quick. It's a different way of looking at the um, the top 25 from the AP. Hey, Dad, Mississippi State against teams in the top 25, ranked currently in the top 25, mm. who would you feel comfortable Going into the game, saying Mississippi State is winning this game. Ooh, I mean, maybe Coastal Carolina for sure. Okay, Coastal so Carolina, could, who's seventeenth. They could beat them. I mean, against the Power Five team, I wouldn't be confident, regardless okay. of who it is. So you know, your 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 group of five teams that are that are you know what what is Coastal Carolina seventeen? So they are seventeen down. Whoever's in there, I feel okay saying State could win. But I would, I don't honestly, I mean, they had to come back from 20 down to La Tech, who I don't think is a top 25 team. I don't know how comfortable I would be predicting them to beat anybody in that situation. Okay. 
Uh, NC State's not ranked. No, the others receiving votes category. I, I was looking last night. Uh, you know, Ralph Russo from the Associated Press does a thing every week where he's like, "Hey, I'll pick games between unranked teams if you list them." And I had to look, and I was like, "I can't believe NC State's not ranked, but they aren't." Yeah. What about with Ole Miss? Teams in the top twenty-five that you feel confident that they would win against. Ole Miss sitting at number twenty, so that's nineteen teams in front of them. Borky, you mentioned Wisconsin. I think Coastal Carolina you would put in that category. I would. Southern Cal wasn't all that impressive. They're better, but um, I don't, that's tough because all of these teams ahead of Ole Miss right now in this poll presumably are better than Louisville. And so I, I would like to see the defense do it again before I declare them able to stop the good teams on their schedule. You know what I mean? They are clearly yeah. better. They're very much better. But are they better to the point where they will be able to hold even Arkansas or Tennessee, or the, the mid-level SEC schools, to multiple stops and not having to win track meets? It's a good question. And I was looking at Ole Miss's schedule yesterday. I think there's an argument to be made that you don't know the answer to the question that you just asked, Borky, until after their fifth game of the season. Now, that's a, maybe a little disrespectful to uh, to Tulane. Tulane played well against Oklahoma. Yeah, but, but still, man, come on. Yeah. So you get Louisville, and there are a lot of people who don't think Louisville's very good. We'll see. Austin Peay's an FCS team. Ole Miss is going to have to score some points, obviously, to beat Tulane. But Ole Miss is better than Tulane. But probably a pretty significant margin. And then I'm not sure that what happens against Alabama is a determining factor one way or the other. But I do think those next two games, Arkansas at home and at Tennessee, aren't those, am I crazy for thinking that you're five games into the year? Before you really know about this Ole Miss defense, that's fair because I've seen people say, "Well, wait till Alabama. We'll find out." No, you can't use Alabama as your gauge. Yeah, you can't do it. There, there are five teams in college football that can use Alabama as their measuring stick. I would say that if they, I remember the stat, or I have a vague recollection from from last year where. Basically, Alabama didn't gain only five yards that they could have gained, or something like that. That they they, they only left five yards that of the possible yards they could have possibly gotten in the game, but based on where offensive possessions yeah, began, and how started. many yards it was. It from wasn't there five, but it was line. like forty something. It was not a lot. No, no, I thought it was like I, I do think it was like seven. It was it was a single digit number. I'm pretty sure I'm right. But regardless of that. I can I can tell you if Ole Miss is better based on how they do against Alabama. I feel pretty confident in that. If they're just if they get a couple of stops, they didn't get any. They got one last year, I think. If they can get two or three stops, if they hold Alabama to thirty-eight to forty-two points, forty that's a that's, a, that's an improvement. Forty-one yards is all Ole Miss's okay. defense prevented against Alabama a year ago. Well, what was that? It was a fourth down stop and a field goal. Is that it? They forced correct. a punt at the 40 and a fumble at the 1. Oh, jeez. <laughs> 41 yards. <laughs> mm. 
Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. We'll be right back. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs there in Ridgeland and in Brandon, just call 601-605-4443. Do have some congestion on Highway 51 north and southbound just north of Green Oaks elsewhere. Just your typical after-school traffic so far this afternoon. Buckle up, drive safe, and have a great day. This update brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union, the best place to finance your auto, home, boat, and more. Also take advantage of their free checking and mobile deposit capture. Only at River Trust Federal Credit Union. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. New Chevrolets, great pre-owned vehicles, an excellent fleet department, all backed by an award-winning service department. That's Rogers Dab Chevrolet, Crossgates Brandon, or RogersDabs.com. I'm Rex Baker with Gateway Rescue Mission. People are angry these days, but you don't have to be. Let's get 2021 started right, because somebody out there needs your help. At Gateway Rescue Mission, your donation can provide a meal. Your prayer can unlock the power of God to change a life. If we spend more time praying and less time fussing, we can help some people. Go to gatewaymission.org. Make a donation and help change your life today. There are five easy reasons to leave it up to us at AgUp and the more powerful John Deere 5E Series tractor. It's more comfortable and more affordable with 0% financing for 72 months. Plus more coverage with our 10-year, 1,000-hour warranty. Add in more attachments and you'll be set to tackle those heavier-duty chores. Leave it up to us or visit any of our 16 locations or agup.com for more information. Offerings not. 3021. Some exclusions apply. See dealer for details. I wish there was a place where we could sample wines before we buy. There is. Colony Bistro and Wine Bar just opened right next door to Colony Wine Market in Madison. They have 32 wines by the glass, wine flights, and the food is terrific. Yes. Get your purse, sweetie. You're looking for somebody to fix your roof, right? Watkins Construction and Roofing. I know by personal experience and customer feedback, they are number one. New roof, roof repair, metal roofing, skylights, roof windows. Our friends at Watkins Construction and Roofing will settle for nothing less than the most professional job in the industry. Again, it's that attention to detail that powers Watkins' continued growth. For a free estimate, call the Watkins team at 601-966-8233 or go to nomoreroofleak.com. Wives, do you have trouble getting your husbands to see a doctor? Tell them the doctor has a boat for sale. At ManUpMD, we understand most men don't have a doctor, but they should. ManUpMD is a men's clinic designed for men by men to handle manly issues. From day-to-day primary care to reclaiming your energy and vigor, ManUpMD can keep you healthy and feeling your best. Check us out at menshealthmississippi.com. That's menshealthms.com. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 till 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way, Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Here we go. Sports Talk Mississippi. Here's more. Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. Thanks for being with us on this Wednesday afternoon. If you want to be a part of the conversation, 
Hit us up on the C Spire text line. You know the number, but I'll tell you anyway, 601-879-4395. So week two is here. Wednesday is the day that we officially turn the page, and we kind of leave week one in the rearview mirror. And there's nothing in the state of Mississippi that is bigger than what is in hap- uh, what is happening in Starkville at 6 o'clock on Saturday night. SEC, ACC, Mississippi State hosting NC State. Both teams off to a 1-0 start. That one looked a little bit different in Raleigh than it did in Starkville, but wins nonetheless. This is game number... 13 of Mike Leach's tenure, mm-hmm. right? They yeah. played all 10 in the regular season plus the bowl game. So 11, 12, 13 in his tenure. Yeah. How important is this game for Mike Leach? Massive. Massive. Uh, pe- people people are not happy. They're just not happy. I mean, you look at the crowd last week. And I, I know it's hot, and I know it's not a great opponent, and I, I get all that, but you hadn't had a chance to be in the stadium really in over a year. You look around the country, I mean, there were plenty of full stadiums. State had, they announced 44. I don't think that that was accurate. It's probably closer to 35 than 44. Um, you got a night kickoff now against a power five, a good power five opponent. Um, should be a big crowd. But I, I the, the feeling I get from talking to people and, and what I've seen on social media is that this is a litmus test game. I mean, they, they, if, they, if they're not better this game, if they don't win this game, there's going to be a lot of people who say, "Look, I'll come back when they're better." Uh, I think I think that people's patience. I mean, I think a lot, we talked about it so so much that people have learned that I don't have to go drop five hundred, six hundred dollars to go to a football game or more if I stay in the hotel. I can just stay home and watch it on the big screen and do what I want and have my food and and have my restroom and not have to park and blah blah blah. They learned that over the pandemic, and you know it's it's just. It's not worth it to come up here if your team's going to lose, and especially when they're losing the way they're losing, which is offensively they're just not getting it done. Um, I think there's some frustration from MSU fans about Ole Miss, about how you know when you look at where these programs were two years ago and State was going to its 10th straight bowl and Ole Miss was coming out of probation, and yet Ole Miss has you know seemingly has got things going in the right direction, and Mississippi State it seems to have turned around and they look like they're struggling a bit. So there's a lot of factors at play here, but the bottom line is people want to see Mike Leach win, and they want to see him, his offense finally look like his offense. They want to see the ball flying around the field 400-plus passing yards. They haven't seen that you know, outside of that one game. So I feel like there's a lot of, of external pressure uh, on this game for, for Mississippi State. I am curious, hey, Dad. Why it is that this feels like a surprise? Because we, we talked in great detail about what it looks like when Mike Leach takes over a program. He's the head coach at Texas Tech. In year one, they go seven and six. In year two, they go seven and five. This was a little better start there. Mm-hmm. At Washington State, first three years, it took a while. Yeah. Three and nine, six and seven, three and nine in the first three years. But then it was followed by nine wins, eight wins, nine wins, 11 wins, and then a six and seven year. Yeah. So 
if it's taken a little while to get it going in the two previous head coaching stops, why is it that there was an expectation for different results in stop number three? I think it's it's twofold. I think one, like I said before, when he came into Mississippi State, State's coming off of ten straight bowl appearances. Those programs that he took over were not successful before he got there, especially Washington State. They had won nine games in uh, in the previous four years. So you know you, you you accept the rebuild at that point. I don't think State fans thought that the program needed to be rebuilt; that they thought it needed to be touched up a little bit. I think secondly, and it's kind of weird to say this, but beating LSU may have been the worst thing for the, for Mike Leach because everybody saw State throw for 623 yards and they thought, okay, no problem, this is going to be easy, and then it immediately, you know, it fell apart. So, but I, I think the biggest issue is the first one. You know, you felt like this program was on. Dan Mullen left a really solid foundation. I know Joe Moorhead, you know, let things slide, but not to this point. Not to the point where it, it, you had to totally start over. I, I don't. I don't buy into that. I don't buy into the idea that the program was in a position where you had to rebuild. You needed to renovate. You needed to, you know, add a little here and there. The other thing is, you know, with Mike Leach, all we've ever heard is that his system is easy to pick up and it doesn't require super four and five star talent to be successful. It feels like he should have. He has more talent now than he ever had. Maybe outside of his 2008 team at Texas Tech, maybe the uh, the 18 team at Washington State, it feels like it should just be clicking better, and it just isn't. We've heard a lot about. You say Joe Moorhead left the program in pretty good shape. Mm-hmm. From a talent we know perspective, that, we know that Dan Mullen kind of let things slide mm-hmm. on the recruiting front in the last year or two that he was there. Mm-hmm. So, why why do you say Joe Moorhead left it in good shape? Well, I mean, look at the talent that he left. Look at the guys who are making plays now. Rogers is a Moorhead recruit. Uh, Wally is a Moorhead recruit. Uh, you know, Malik Heath is a Moorhead recruit. Charles Cross, Marks. These are all guys that Joe Moorhead signed. The most, most of the most of the starting lineup are Joe Moorhead guys. Now, yeah. Obviously, from a culture and from a disciplinary standpoint, he had let things slide. But, my gosh, he ran off 30 guys last year. feels like discipline shouldn't be as much of an issue anymore. So I, I feel like Moorhead is, is – some people are trying to make him into a scapegoat. for, for And that's not that's, – it just doesn't, doesn't jibe for me. I feel like Moorhead left plenty of talent in place uh, for the next coach to be successful. I, I think that if you hadn't tried such a – Dramatic uh, offensive philosophy change. If you had fired, hired a coach, let's just say Billy Napier, who ran an offense sort of similar. I mean, I, I think back to last year, and if you could have kept Garrett Schrader and Kylan Hill and kept them engaged, I feel like State would have been a lot more successful last season than they were. And you know, looking at this season, sort of the sort of the same. You know, if you had kept those pieces in place, but you didn't, you decided you needed to tear everything up and go a completely different route than you ever had before. And it's just, you know, at, at this point, I, I'm not seeing the, the Mike Leach offense that I expected to see. I, I understand why there's some of that. And now, it, what's so funny about this ridiculous sport is that a win this weekend will change this mentality right. by a complete 
I mean, 180 degrees. But for right I'll have now, a new this prediction is, on on Monday. Yeah, for for now, this is how some people feel. But the, the reason people feel this way, in part, is because of the precedent that was set by leadership there. Jim Moorhead got two seasons. Yeah, where he went eight and four and six and six, beat Ole Miss twice. And got canned. Now, the the reason could be behind-the-scenes stuff. I mean, his quarterback did get punched in the face at practice. That happened. So it wasn't necessarily by by, by his by own teammate. teammate. Yeah. Which uh, we kept that under wraps for a while. But the uh, upper body injury came out eventually. Uh, kids in their social media these days. You know, they just they have to put pictures out there. It's crazy. Point but, is, man, it's a good, it's a, and, and the president was said... Not only did Moorhead get two years, he got two years where he won. He went to bowl games in both years and beat Ole Miss in both years. I mean that 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 seems like say that out loud and make it make sense. I don't. I mean, it was like, how do you keep your job at Mississippi State? Go to bowl games and beat Ole Miss, but that's not how it went. And so yeah, that, that I, I get it. I don't think State's going to let go of Mike Leach after two years. You can't have at Mississippi State. You can't have three coaches in five years. That's just a recipe for disaster. But unless it's baseball, yeah, people were were. It's different in baseball, it, and people are very emotional online during games. Message boards and Twitters is not are exactly. Are you talking about the? Is he talking about the national championship baseball team? Is that what he's talking about? I don't know. Go ahead though, Michael. I'm sorry, um, I didn't mean to interrupt. Yeah, people are emotional on uh, message boards and Twitter during games and stuff like that. I get it, but I had people telling me that. The presumption at the time was Mississippi State was going to lose to Louisiana Tech, that Mike Lee should be fired after this year. And guys, I, I'm sorry to tell you, that cannot happen. Can't happen. It, it can't. Because not a single person worth anything at all is taking John Cohen's phone call if you have a coach that he hires and fires two years later after going to two bowl games and beating Ole Miss, and then hiring Mike Leach with his two decades of sample size, and then firing him two years later after dealing with COVID, not a single decent coach will pick up the phone if that is the culture that they think they're coming into. Not one after two coaches fired after two seasons each in a row. No shot. I might turn your Billy Napier argument back on you. They're going to be paying $5 million. Somebody will take the call. Yeah, not the first ten candidates. It would be. Let's get to, to your messages when we come back. Sports Talk Mississippi. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 20% chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 91. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 68. For Thursday, sunny skies, high near 86. Thursday evening, clear conditions, low around 63. And for your finally Friday, sunny skies, high near 88. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction. Online at nodripms.com. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. Located in Gludstadt, just south of Germantown High, Calloway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful. Calloway's has just received a large shipment of ceramic pots. All sizes, all colors, all 40% off, no exclusions. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jellies, and jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's has farm fresh produce seven days a week. Callaway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture and the largest selection in the South, period. We offer bulk soils. 
for the do-it-yourself project. Callaway's offers landscaping. Designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape from a small job to total transformations. Just give us a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Visit Callaway's in Gludstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway south of Germantown High. Callaway's is, Callaway's is, everything for home and garden. That's what Callaway's is. Due to a national blood shortage, Mississippi Blood Services is in critical need of donations to refill our supply. Summer travel is ahead and the need continues. Please help Mississippi Blood Services recover their supply of much-needed blood as we move into the summer months. Visit msblood.com or call 601-368-2673 to find a location near you to donate blood today. That's msblood.com. Philium Corporation knows the technology is constantly evolving, especially in these challenging times. With so many people working at home, securing and guarding your company's data on-site or remotely is more critical than ever. As we all adapt to the new normal, Pillium continues to help you stay secure and current with IT support and security and forensics, plus cloud services and networking, mobile communications, body cams, and in-car video systems. Contact us at Pillium.com. Smart people, smart business, smart solutions. The best made-to-order lunch is right around the corner at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Good Things with Rebecca Turner is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare. Feel better, faster. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. While Newsweek reports that the Mu variant has been identified in 49 states, the Mississippi State Department of Health has not confirmed any such cases. On Face the Nation on CBS, Dr. Anthony Fauci said the variant is still a mystery, but is concerning. It has a few, a constellation of mutations that would indicate that it might evade the protection from certain antibodies. And a coast man has pled guilty to stealing PPE and other equipment from the Biloxi VA for over a decade. Starting in 2009, Chad Jacob had been stealing medical equipment and electronics such as iPads and iPhones from the facility and selling them at pawn shops and on eBay. Since the onset of the pandemic, Blake, who worked as the assistant chief of supply chain management, stole N95 masks and made more than $50,000 by selling them at inflated prices. Catfish farming has always been a passion for me. I was raised up on a catfish farm. I was born into it. But the only thing I love more than catfish farming is my children and my family. I'm Will Noble from Moorhead, Mississippi, and I'm proud to be the 2020 Mississippi Catfish Farmer of the Year. People all across America love to eat U.S. farm-raised catfish, and I'm proud to be able to produce it right here in the Mississippi Delta. Get ready for the Mighty Roots Music Festival, October 1st and 2nd on historic Stovall Farms in Clarksdale, Mississippi, presented by Wade Incorporated. Musical appearances by Deer Tick, Keller Williams, Mystic Bowie's Talking Dreads, Radney Foster, and more. Campsites available, food trucks, vendors, and late night music till 2 a.m. For tickets and more information, MightyRootsMusicFestival.com. Sponsored by Visit Mississippi and Visit Clarksdale. Come on and make your plans to spend the weekend with us at Mighty Roots Music Festival. Mississippi loves high school football, and now you can 
and stream tons of high school football games from across the Magnolia State each Friday night just by going to supertalk.fm slash high school. That's supertalk.fm slash high school. And of course, on Friday nights during the season, there's always a game on your local Super Talk radio station. The season's on the line. When it comes to high school football in Mississippi, nobody does it like we do. We are Super Talk Mississippi. Here comes more Sports Talk Mississippi. You ready, guys? On Super Talk Mississippi. your text messages in just a second breaking for the inquirer not the national inquirer but the cincinnati inquirer cincinnati has officially submitted its application to join the big 12 if we end up as is expected with cincinnati houston and UCF all leaving the American. And then BYU joining. It would BYU not really germane to this conversation. Do you know what that leaves in the American? This is what you got left. East Carolina, Memphis, Navy, South Florida, SMU, Temple, Tulane, Tulsa, and Wichita State. What does the AAC do? Because for for however you feel about the whole Power Six conversation that the American has tried to promote, they've actually got pretty good brands in football. UCF has become a national brand. Cincinnati was arguably a team that should have been in the playoff a year ago. They at least proved that they could play with some of college football's best last year. Yeah. Not all of them, but some of them. Houston's not there yet, but they've been relevant in recent years. Memphis has been a good to very good program. SMU's kind of come to life. They've been fun offensively in recent years. Tulane... Played Oklahoma to five after being pushed out of their home because of a hurricane and having to play on the road in what was supposed to be a home game. Navy's taken a step back in recent years, but Navy has been dominant in what they do and in terms of wins and losses. But if you pull UCF Cincinnati and Houston out of that league. What is the American? They're not much. I mean, what else is that? I mean, this there's going to have to be another another step of realignment where the American goes and gets teams from Conference USA, from the Sun Belt, maybe from the MAC. I don't know. But yeah, there's a snowball effect. Teams. There's yeah. a snowball effect coming. The question for them now is. What do you want to be? Do you want to be a conference that has markets, or do you want to be a conference that has good football programs? Because who you add is two different things. Maybe UAB is good enough to where you add them. 
in football on top of Birmingham being a football absolutely insane market. So that that is a natural fit, I think. Good enough program, Birmingham is football obsessed. But I've seen people float around Georgia State, and Georgia State adds nothing but Atlanta, but nobody cares in Atlanta about Georgia State, so what are you really adding? Do you want to be a better football conference, or do you want to add the biggest markets that you can add? Because Appalachian do, but, State would be a program... Do cares about that, though? About Atlanta and Georgia State? I don't think so. Because what's a better football brand? What would bring more eyeballs to your conference, Appalachian State or Georgia State? Maybe it's negligible, but Appalachian State has brand power. Maybe it dates all the way back to early September 2007, but that's a good football program that will elevate your conference's football profile, more so than Georgia State will. Louisiana, at least right now, I mean, they're paying their football coach $2 million. They're renovating their stadium again. They can help elevate your football profile, but they're not going to add anything to your market profile. Which one do you care about at that level? The the whole Atlanta market thing, that's a kind of a funny conversation. Because if you want to talk about Atlanta as a sports market, it's Braves 1, Georgia football 2, Falcons (laughs) 3, Hawks 4. You might have Atlanta United over the Hawks at this point. Yeah, the Hawks have kind of gotten good again, though. They have gotten good. This year was good They're for them. Good. Yeah, Atlanta United is a big deal. So what is that? Georgia Tech. You have to throw them in well, there. Well, no, that's what I was saying. That's five, and then I would say there's a pretty significant gap to get to Georgia Tech. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's probably four or five other SEC teams that you would point to the Atlanta market catering to before you would point to Georgia State. If Tennessee, if something happened to Neyland Stadium and they couldn't play in it for a full year, so Tennessee had to play their home games in Mercedes-Benz Stadium, they would outdraw for seven weekends Georgia State. He's, oh, by I mean, like by ten times four over. to one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's the so, question. So, so, so the whole Georgia State Atlanta market makes zero sense to me. I've seen people no throw sense. that out. It's just not no, the no, same as the Power Fives doing that. You, you bring right. in Missouri for markets. I don't think the SEC would. Well, do that's that because again, there's by a the massive there's a massive alumni base in both Kansas City and St. Louis for Missouri. Right. Not that case here. So they should only add with football. Get Appalachian State, Coastal Carolina, UAB, and Louisiana. Yeah. I mean, your football conference is better. Houston and Dallas were massive in terms of bringing Texas A&M in. And San Antonio, for that matter. Yeah. And Austin, for that matter. Yeah. They're all forming together. That's true. That's true. Um... Somebody said something about Memphis. Yeah, people, I just don't get the. I don't get the indication that the Big Twelve cares about Memphis. I just don't think they do. Memphis can have Fred Smith slash FedEx write as big a check as necessary to get them in, and I still don't think it's enough. So let's go back to the the conversation about Mike Leach because we got a bunch of text messages from you about that. 
give Leach a chance, you really can't count last year. I mean, that, that's the thing, though. It, when the hire was made, there were very few people, and the LSU game certainly hurt that, but th- there were very few people willing to say, guys, it might take a while. It, it's It was kind of similar to Jeff Collins at Georgia Tech, and now his year three did not get started off on the right foot, but it was a total philosophical change going from the triple option to playing normal football. Mississippi State fans used to joke, always run, never pass. Their brand under Dan Mullen was great defensive lines, and I'm going to get this big, fast quarterback, and we're going to run right at you. I mean, Mississippi State was known as a physical football team that ran the football well and was nasty up front on the defensive line. Oh, by the way, they put a bunch of players in the NFL from the offensive line as well. And you hire Mike Leach after the Moorhead thing, and it's completely different. It's throw it 50 times a game. It's maybe use your running backs occasionally. And oh, by the way, we don't need a tight ends coach anymore because we don't have tight ends in this system at all. It's a complete and total philosophical change. And then he had to start a true freshman at quarterback in a COVID year. And like you've said a couple times, Richard, it's not like he got the ball rolling right away at Texas Tech and Washington State. Different jobs, different places, different circumstances that he took over. But... Are Mississippi State fans going to be willing to give him the appropriate time that's needed to know for sure? I think university leadership set a precedent for if you don't win right away, we're going to can you, or if your quarterback gets punched in the face, we're going to can you. And that might be unsettling for people because Moorhead got two years and that's it. But if you're really going to know if this system's going to work, he has to have a roster full of his people. He's got to have multiple years to see if it will work. Should it have looked as bad as it did on Saturday? Absolutely not. I mean, that's a huge, huge red flag. Massive red flag. Hey, Dad, does he need multiple years to get the roster in his image? Probably so, but that goes back to my original point. Why? You're coming off 10 straight bowls. Why? Why hire a coach? But but you hired a guy that you knew wasn't wasn't Why? changing what he does. Why? Why did you hire him? At this point, that's the question you have to ask. Why did you feel the need to blow up the program? See, that that's I undersold it a little bit. That's what I'm talking about with university leadership. Yeah. Like, okay, why, so what's the why? answer to that question, hey, Deb? I don't know. I don't know why. I mean, I, I think the idea is... State is a team that can never out-recruit Alabama, LSU, Georgia. They have to beat them with scheme. And so Mike Leach is a coach that can do that. Are you sure that it's not much simpler than that? Well, what do you think it is? I hate to say it because I know exactly how I'm going to be labeled for saying it. Mm -hmm. Because Ole Miss hired Lane Kiffin. No, I'm not buying that one. No. You don't don't think that was the... Oh, well, okay. Hold on, let me let me back off for a second. Maybe that's not the reason they hired Mike Leach, mm-hmm. but is that the reason they fired Joe Moorhead? I don't think so. I think if Willie Gay doesn't punch Garrett Schrader, Joe Moorhead is still the coach. Okay. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. We'll be right back.
from the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive. Crossgates call 601-605-4443. Look for delays northbound on Medgar Evers at Natchez Trace as well as still seeing delays 51 North and southbound just north of Green Oaks. This update is brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union where you can enjoy low interest rates on loans and free checking accounts only at River Trust Federal Credit Union. Hi, this is Mark Shapley of M.M. Shapley Steakhouse. This past year, we were fortunate to see many new faces and reacquaint with old friends, and I believe I know why. Being from the Mississippi Delta, we learned how to entertain while creating a comfortable home environment, and that's M.M. Shapley specialty. M.M. Shapley's is your place for award-winning steaks and homemade tamales. M.M. Shapley's, real, authentic, welcoming, fine dining. For reservations, visit mmshapleys.com or call 601-957-8000. 144 Tactical Defense in Florence is your one-stop shop for AR-15s, parts, and accessories. They have a certified in-house Cerakote facility, and they offer a 100% lifetime warranty with on-site gunsmiths and master machinists ready to tackle any project you have. They're working day and night to keep up with the demand. Visit 144 Tactical and see the changes and get entered in a drawing for a free Guardian rifle of your choice. 144 Tactical Defense in Florence, where custom is our game. It's back! That's right, school is back in session. That means it's time for our back-to-school super sale at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. That's right, school is back and so is carpool and traffic. We're here to put you into a new ride so you can get to school in style while saving your cash. Pay just $3.29 per month on the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Eclipse Cross or pay only $1.99 per month on new 2021 Mitsubishi Mirage G4s Plus. Get a free 40-inch TV without repurchase. We want your old vehicle, bring it in, and we'll buy it even if you don't buy a new vehicle from us. Ridgeland Mitsubishi is the king. Of credit. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Our team of experts is ready to get you approved, no matter your past credit history. School is back in session, so come get your deal now at Richland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road, call 896-9600 today, or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Richland Mitsubishi. Eclipse stock number 1772, Mitsubishi G4, stock number 1795, 1999, down 3.9, 7.84, 1.0, details In the metro area, the houses talk. Hey, Jan, how's it going today? Hey, Barney. You're not sold yet? No, my shutters need replacing, my floors need unbuckling, my boudoirs need updating. Well, my person called Will White with the price, and Will White said the price was right. No updating, no nothing. I'm sold as of tomorrow. Call Will White. He buys houses. 601-401-4323. 601-401-4323. Or online at homebuyersms.com. With the surge in COVID-19 cases, Mississippi's hospitals are overwhelmed. The best way to stay out of the hospital and avoid serious illness and even death from COVID is to get vaccinated. I'm Gerard Gibbert, and I got vaccinated after discussing with my personal physician and many doctor friends. Vaccines are safe and effective, but they only work if you get the shot. You can find a COVID vaccine near you by going to vaccines.gov or calling 800-232-0233. This message is brought to you by Supertalk Mississippi Media. This is Jake Mangum, all-time hits leader in the SEC. Two of the best decisions I've ever made were Mississippi State and Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance. Both teams have supported me through thick and thin. Even though my college playing days are over, I'm excited to be a part of the Farm Bureau team. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit FabRates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at MSFBINS.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. 
Gallo here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson, 97.3. Exciting news. Brace yourself. More Sports Talk Mississippi. Now. Now. that has kind of spurred the discussion here in hour number one of Sports Talk Mississippi is how important is this game on Saturday against NC State for Mike Leach? Not for Mississippi State, but for Mike Leach. That was the question. We've gotten, I don't know, 30 text messages, and I think we've gotten to about three of them. And we will carry that into the 4 o'clock hour because we want to get, want to get your thoughts, want to get Haydad's reaction to some of your thoughts that, that come in as well. But I do want to... You, you were very quick with your answer to what I threw out a second ago. And I, I promise, like, it doesn't matter what I say. That's fine. It was not intended to be inflammatory. It, a genuine right. question. Yeah. And we're, we're talking about you, you, your question was, why did the leadership at Mississippi State believe they had to blow up the program and go a different direction altogether after firing Joe Moorhead when they brought in Mike Leach, and I said, because Ole Miss hired Lane Kiffin. And you immediately disagreed with that. Why? Yeah. Well, I mean, why would you need to hire Mike Leach? If they had hired Steve Sarkeesian, I think that's just as good. Which they tried to do, right? Which they, I think he, well, I don't know if they tried to do or not. I think that they decided to go with Leach. Um, I don't, I don't know. I don't know that he was ever like, do you want to take the job kind of offered? Um, so, I mean, if they wanted to hire another coach, that's one thing. The idea that they had, they hired Leach to, because it was Kiffin. So if it hadn't been Kiffin, it wouldn't be Leach. I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I don't buy into all that. No. I, I blame Elijah I I, Moore for all of this, by the way. <laughs> I, I think I will go along with the reasoning. On that, by the way. Yeah. But I do go back to the question of if Ole Miss doesn't fire Matt Luke Mm -hmm. and hire Lane Kiffin, does Joe Moorhead lose his job? Well, man, I think if they had lost the game, he would have lost his job for sure. You know, like I said, with Moore, if Moore doesn't have the the penalty, Ole Miss kicks the extra point, we go to overtime, who knows what happens there. But. I think if, if Ole Miss had won the game, yeah, Joe Moore probably would have been out right then. Because you don't have a bowl game, you know, you don't. You, you, it just he's just gone. If you don't have a bowl game, you also don't have a punch. You don't have a punch, but I, 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 it's not a great idea just to base everything off of one game. But I think if they had lost that game, Moore would have been gone then. And again, what's crazy what? is this is the the mood and a win this weekend. And they're in pretty darn good shape. And I'll be honest with you, a close loss, and everybody will be okay. I think. Yeah, we can still. I think if you if you lose this game, right, you can still beat Memphis, Tennessee State. You can beat Vanderbilt. You can beat Kentucky, maybe at home. Arkansas on the road. Eh. 
I mean, that, that's six wins. That's in a bowl game. You're okay. You're okay with that. So it, if you lose, it's close frustration to... higher right now or late in the Joe Moorhead era among fans? That's a good question. That's a good question. Um, I think late in the Joe Moorhead era because, I mean, it was just it, watching it slip away was, was bothersome, you know? Whereas now, you haven't had it yet. You know, you had that one game. You had that one moment in time, which will stand forever. But it's been such. It's, it feels like you're trying to get back to where you were. You know, like the last real high point for Mississippi State football outside of that LSU game was the Egg Bowl in 18. You won that game easily. You're eight wins. You're going to a Florida Bowl. You feel pretty good about your chances there. It ended up being inaccurate. You know, Moorhead is talking smack to the Ole Miss athletic director out there on the field. Everybody was in a, was everybody was, that. Yeah. Everybody is sort of behind Joe Moorhead at that moment. And then he loses the bowl game, and he, that, that was a, a big loss in terms of his fan support. And then the season goes the way it goes. You have the Tudor Gate where your you know, players are getting suspended. Just all this stuff. And, and then you have, you, know, you have the great win against LSU with Leach, but then after that, immediately after that, it falls apart. So... I, th- I think people were more frustrated towards the end of Moorhead, but they're getting there. You know, lose by lose by two touchdowns Saturday and see how people feel. That associate AD, by the way, is uh, sawing varsity's horns off over in College Station now. No question. Well, you have one message that simply says State needs a run game. Sorry, man. Well, good luck with that. I mean, they they averaged six yards a carry last week between the tailbacks, so that was that's fine. You know, they just need to. I think they need to run the carries. ball. Fourteen carries. Fourteen carries. And they and they 14, need to change. Four, sorry. Four, four, if fourteen carries becomes twenty, and now all of a sudden you've got hundred and twenty yards rushing, I, I feel pretty good about your chances to win the game. Here's one. Being a state fan, I didn't feel like MSU won last week. I, I get that. And another that says, I just don't think Mike Leach's system will work well in the SEC. All right, we got a bunch more of your messages. And we will uh, we will lead the 4 o'clock hour with those. Got some guests coming up on the Farm Bureau phone line in the 4 o'clock hour as well. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. We will be right back. Listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk, Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Peroni's Tree Pros. Online at Peroni's Tree Pros.com. News. I'm Rich Dennison. Secretary of State Antony Blinken says the U.S. is telling the Taliban that any legitimacy or support will have to be earned after the group named an interim government in Afghanistan. We understand the Taliban has presented this as a caretaker cabinet. We will judge it and them by its actions. Many members of the Taliban-appointed government have U.S. bounties offered for their capture. When the new Supreme Court session begins next month, justices will hear arguments in person. For more than a year and a half, arguments have been virtual with lawyers arguing over the telephone. Still, the court says the sessions will not be open to the public out of concern for the health and safety of the public and Supreme Court employees. Justices will continue allowing audio of arguments to be broadcast live, something that began during the pandemic. Fox's Jared Halpern in Washington. America's listening to Fox News. 
If your vehicle is ever damaged in a collision, please listen carefully. At Clinton Body Shop, we are OEM factory certified with more than 20 national and international manufacturers. In fact, we are Central Mississippi's only Volvo certified auto body repair shop and we are the first BMW certified independent repair facility in the southern region. And our Richland location is Mississippi's only Subaru certified repair facility. Look, if some of the most prestigious automakers in the world certify Clinton Body Shop, shouldn't you choose them for your repair? Clinton Body Shop in Clinton and Richland. Certified by the company that made your car to repair your car with OEM factory parts. Go to ClintonBodyShop.com. It's about your family's safety and your car's value. That's ClintonBodyShop.com. Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The Mississippi National Guard is lending a helping hand in the effort to battle the ongoing California wildfires. The Guard has deployed a team of aviators as a helicopter crew of approximately 10 soldiers will work alongside the California National Guard to provide aerial water bucket operations and aviation maintenance support when needed. Currently, thousands of acres are being impacted by several different wildfires. And with evacuees still unable to return to portions of Louisiana, Major Johnny Polis says that Mississippians need to be aware of increased traffic across the state. So there is a tremendous volume of traffic that definitely contributes to traffic congestion and delays on the roadway. So we're asking the motoring public to be mindful. We, we've gotten past the holiday weekend, but we're still encountering, again, a lot of traffic. What's my core value? Equity. Compassion. Compassion. Determination. At AmeriCorps, my commitment to equity gives every student a strong start. My compassion brings food and friendship to neighbors in need. My determination protects parks in my community. Every day, AmeriCorps members and volunteers live their values to make communities stronger. What's at your core? Learn more at AmeriCorps.gov. Hey there, Lucky Buck here, coming to you live from a nearby meadow. You know, four-leaf clovers are lucky, of course, but I find that the three-leafers are lucky, too, and just as tasty. Mm. Speaking of lucky things in threes, there's Cash Three from the Mississippi Lottery. Cash Three has daily drawings with 50-cent and $1 plays and lots of ways to win. So play Cash Three sometime, and you might be lucky like me. Have fun, y'all. Must be 21 years or older to play. Please play responsibly. When the calendar turns to 2022, you have a chance to become the new year's first millionaire. The Mississippi Lottery is one of 30 lotteries participating in a promotion that will land five finalists on Dick Clark's New Year's Rockin' Eve with a chance to win $1 million. This Friday, the Mississippi Lottery Corporation will send an email blast to all registered insiders, and 16 people who register will then be selected to be placed into a drawing to become one of the five semifinalists. And the Board of Aldermen in Starkville have adopted a policy to encourage city employees to get the vaccine. Employees can choose whether or not they want it, but if they don't, they have to wear a mask when working with the public or when social distancing isn't possible. Pay a monthly $75 insurance fee and use sick leave if they test positive and have to quarantine. The policy comes a week after requiring vaccinations for all city employees. Marilyn Spurl said this policy encourages vaccinations, not forces it. 
The Mississippi Office of Homeland Security wants to remind you that public safety is everyone's responsibility. To help Mississippians take part in securing their communities, our office has created a C-Send app for smartphones that can send suspicious activity tips straight to the Mississippi Fusion Center. Download it for free from your app store today by searching C-Send. You can also report suspicious activity by phone to 888-4-SAFE-MS or 601-933-7200. Online reporting available at homelandsecurity.ms.gov. At Pearl River Resort Casino, we're keeping it real safe for our employees and guests. Electrostatic spray, chip cleaning, and mass thermal temperature scanners are in use throughout the property, including advanced UV cleaning technology to keep rotating handrails safe to touch. State-of-the-art air filtration systems keep the air you breathe safe and clean. So get back and play at Pearl River Resort Casino. We're keeping it real. Real fun, real winning, real safe. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. More Sports Talk Mississippi now. now. o'clock hour with you at Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm on this Wednesday afternoon. Thanks for being with us. Always glad to spend a few hours with you on a weekday afternoon. If you would like to be a part of the conversation, join us on the C Spire text line. At C Spire, they're in search of the ambitious, the curious, the norm breakers, the never settlers. At C Spire, they love to innovate and live to make technology faster, smarter, better, and more accessible every day. Work in the field of cutting-edge technology with one of the best mid-sized companies in the United States, according to Forbes. This is more than a job or a paycheck. This is an opportunity of a lifetime. Aspire to more. Go to cspire.com slash careers to apply today. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, and Brian Haydad, we're coming to you from the Pearl River Resort Studios Pearl River Resort is home of Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. You can visit them online at dancingrabbitgolf.com or check out Pearl River Resort online at pearlriverresort.com. We ask you to send us text messages, so the least we can do is uh, read as many of them as possibly as we uh, possibly can. So let's try and uh, try and get to some of these. With regard to Mike Leach and Mississippi State, one game does not a season make. Oh, we can all agree on that. Yeah, for sure. Um, But there's only been one game played, so we've got to react to that one game. And also, I mean, aside from LSU last year... It's the same game. It's the same game every week. The team has, has looked the same. This can go a long way, though. We had somebody else text in and say that NC State's a team that they should beat, and this winning this game doesn't matter. I, I think that's crap. I, I think if they, they sh- win this game, it says what? a lot. They uh, should beat. They're, they're underdogs. Yeah, they're two-and-a-half-point underdogs. But what? if you win this game, I think it says a lot. Is NC State the best team on their schedule? Not even close. Of course that's not. That's the point. But it's a solid quarterback. It's a really good running game. they got an NFL-caliber wide receiver, by the way. 
who's got a last name I can't pronounce. They're a good team. It's a good football team. A good, stable program that will have some guys on the field that are really talented and athletic. And it's not going to be the best team on your schedule. But it's not a guaranteed win. If you were spending this summer putting a W next to NC State, that's a U problem. And I would say the same thing about Ole Miss. NC State's a, a good, stable football program. A win would say a lot about Mississippi State. It would be a good win. There'd be no other way to spin it. And if it's a close loss, like Haydad said, it won't be Meltdown City, or at least it shouldn't be. It's a good team that you're playing this weekend. We we spent the whole offseason saying State needs to be better offensively, Ole Miss needs to be better offensive, defensively. Week one, what did we see? Ole Miss was better defensively, but State wasn't any really any better offensively. So that's all we have to react to. Jake and Laurel says John Cohen saw the writing on the wall. Sure, State won two Egg Bowls, but Ole Miss hired a new big-name coach and were coming off NCAA sanctions. He knew they would be hard to beat in the future, and Moorhead was downtrending. Yes, State most definitely hired Leach due to Kiffin going to Ole Miss. If Luke coached Ole Miss in 2020, Moorhead would have been at State in 2020. I totally disagree with that. Okay. If Mississippi State's offense shows no sign of life this weekend, I believe the doubters will be heard from everywhere. Yeah, I thought the Bulldogs looked young. Not bad, just young and made some mistakes. I mean, what is young? How many returning starters does State have? A ton. Including quarterback, multiple quarterback, wide receivers, back. multiple yeah. uh, I mean, running backs, slash multiple running backs, and multiple All of your linemen. offensive linemen have started multiple games. Defensively, you brought back a ton of experience. Now. They're not, yeah, you know, they're young because yeah, they're playing a lot of freshmen and sophomores, but these are experienced freshmen and sophomores, and I say experienced freshmen because I mean technically Will Rogers is still listed as a freshman. Kind of a series of text messages here, but they all fall into the same general category. Mike Leach will not win unless he changes the gaps in the offensive line for pass blocking. Period. The end. I don't care who you are. No offensive line can block the defensive powers of the SEC. When you leave four feet between the offensive linemen, cannot and will not win in the SEC without a better offensive line. What's frustrating is Mike Leach's lack of, he says lack of ability. I'm going to go with lack of willingness to change when things don't work. Tune in tomorrow's, to tomorrow's Thunder and Lightning. i got a great interview on that very topic. Yeah, I've heard former NFL players that now work in media say similar things that the splits are at times too wide. And if you've got a really explosive defensive tackle... Mm-hmm. It, Which they do in the SEC. Imagine that. Yeah. The stunting, too, that Louisiana Tech did that gave them problems... Yeah. You would hope that's correctable, though. Maybe it's something that they didn't recognize or expect, and now that they've seen it, maybe they can correct that. But still, I mean, simple stunts I mean, were... you got to be able to... you got to be able to handle those kind of stunts. If you can't, I mean, if you can't do it against Louisiana Tech, what chance do you have against LSU and Alabama and Texas A&M? Bubba Meridian has a, an interesting text. He says, Leach's system will work in the SEC, but will the players that MSU can recruit be able to run that system? So I think there, there, there are a couple of sides to what he's saying here. First of all, if you have the best players, then it doesn't really matter what system you run. If you run it well, you're going to be okay. I think. Mm-hmm. 
But isn't kind of the advantage of what Mike Leach does offensively is you don't have to have a roster that is made up of the very best players at every single position, nothing but four yeah. stars and five stars. That's kind of the point. You can find plenty of great receivers in this state and in the in the in the area that Mississippi State likes to recruit. Now, the problem is going to be finding offensive linemen, I think, because, you know, this state this state produces a lot of maulers, a lot of guys who if you want to run the football, great. But do they produce a lot of Charles Crosses? No. They don't. So that, that's something you got to figure out. And it, it, the only thing I, the other concern I have is it feels like year after year for the most part, you're going to have to get your quarterback from out of state. You're not going to be getting a Mississippi quarterback. They're, they're just not those kind of passers in the state. No, no high schools are running that kind of offense in the state. They're running, you know, a lot of zone read and letting their quarterback, quarterback's the best athlete. So he's out there trying to run the football. So those are interesting things for me, but I think receivers and then defensively, obviously, you can get great players in the state all the time. Jason says Moorhead was going to be fired if he had lost that Egg Bowl, but the punch and then getting embarrassed by a subpar Louisville in that bowl game is why Moorhead got fired, not Lane Kiffin. The program was snowballing out of control, going back to Tudorgate. Then State hired Leach in a panic because everyone else of note had turned them down. It had nothing to do with Lane Kiffin. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Brian wants to know if the Big 12 could be less of a power conference, power five conference than it is now if these new teams join. Oh, no doubt. 100%. How, how would it not be? You're replacing Texas and Oklahoma. No, with... no, no. I, I'm saying it like if you are eight teams uh, minus Texas and Oklahoma, could you no. lower your profile by adding these three teams? No. I mean, oh. right now, Central Florida coming in, Cincinnati, those are that's a much bigger market than Waco and Lubbock and Ames. No. So UCF already is clearly a better football job than Kansas. Is it better than any other job in the Big 12? <laughs> you could probably make some arguments, especially now that it's joining the league. My gosh, it's in Orlando. Smack dab in the middle of Florida, the most talent-rich state in the country. They have a cool brand. It's a fun program. It, it it may be at least on par with most of that league now. I mean, what makes Baylor a, quote, better job than UCF now that UCF's in a Power 5 league? That was the only thing that they were missing. Fans... Stadium's not nice, but they fill it up. Talent-rich state, lots of money, and a brand. Is Baylor a, a better? Does have Does Baylor have anything better than UCF now? Does TCU have anything better? They've been good, good coach. Than UCF now that UCF is going to be in the Power Five. Mm. Does Kansas State? I mean, I think you probably would say the facilities are ahead. But is that does that make that big of a difference? When you got St. Thomas Aquinas' running back in your backyard, you know? Yeah, maybe uh, maybe that doesn't make a difference. 
Uh, I'm being told that uh, I'm being accused of recency bias. Richards is uh, suffering from recency bias. When Lane Kiffin was hired at Ole Miss, Ole Miss Nation was split. Not true. Huge risk hire. It is only because he is winning that you would think Cohen hired Leach because Ole Miss hired Lane Kiffin. If Lane Kiffin was losing, you would never say MSU hired Leach because of the LK hire. Typical arrogant statement. There are. I mean, you swung and missed so badly on that. You want to come at me? That's fine, but you got to come stronger than that. Farm Bureau phone line next. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you glass needs, you can find them in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon. They're at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates, or call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. We're looking pretty good outside of some uh, residual school traffic, if you will, uh, 463, uh, mostly southbound in between Madison Middle School and I-55. Otherwise, things looking fairly decent, no other major problems. This update is brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union, where you can enjoy low interest rates on loans and free checking accounts. Jackson is sacking the competition with an all-out savings blitz. You'll feel like you just scored a touchdown with the savings we're offering on every new and pre-owned Mazda in stock. Get 0% financing for 36 months on all new Mazdas. That's 0% on every new Mazda in stock. Plus, get your first year of oil changes on us with every new Mazda purchase. There will be no false starts when it comes to your credit approval. Our team of credit specialists are here to get you approved, no matter your past credit history. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Have a trade-in? Bring it in, and we'll give you top dollar for it, even if you don't buy a vehicle from us. And buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty. So come in today, because we're blitzing the competition and saving you big at Monster Jackson, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. Our all-new state-of-the-art facility is located at 5397 I-55 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. Monsteropjackson.com. Employers, are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, service specialists have been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. Has COVID-19 changed your staffing needs? We have candidates for all of your clerical, administrative, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Call us at 601-898-1085. Service specialists, the expert recruiters, helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967. Now with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. When you experience the Sanderson Farms Championship, it's not just a good time, it's a great way to give back. Proceeds from the championship are donated to Mississippi's only children's hospital to support the nearly 180,000 patient visits at Children's of Mississippi each year. Last year, over $1.4 million were raised to go toward the completion of a much-needed children's hospital expansion. So join us for the Sanderson Farms Championship, September 27th through October 3rd at the Country Club of Jackson. When the power goes out, your life is disrupted. Heat, air conditioning, refrigeration, phones, all gone. Be prepared for the next outage with a Generac Home Standby Generator. After sensing a power outage, a Generac Generator automatically restores your home's power, whether you're home or away. Power your life with a Generac Home Standby Generator. In Central Mississippi, contact Generator Technologies at 601-862-3419. That's 601-862-3419 or online at generator-tec.com. Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. Right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. It's time to get real, real sports talk for Mississippi. 
It's time for you to get real with it. Sports Talk Mississippi continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Back with you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm, supertalktv.com. If you're interested in watching, you can do so there. Thanks for being with us, Richard Cross, Brian Haydad, and Michael Borky. And we welcome on the Farm Bureau phone line, check out favorites.com, favorites.com, and go with the home team at Mississippi Farm Bureau. Rob McLam covers NC State. Kind enough to spend a few minutes with us this afternoon. Rob, appreciate uh, a few minutes of your time. Let, let's start with last week. What what was your takeaway uh, from NC State's win in Week One against USF? How bad is USF? How good was NC State? Kind of all that rolled into one. Yeah, I thought North Carolina State played really really well. They ran the ball, and what I was impressed with was they kept going up the left side with the run. They were gashing the the Bulls up through the left side. And I don't know if they didn't want to put other things on film because the game was coming so easy, or if it was more. Uh, hey, look, they can't stop us. Why stop doing it type of thing? Uh, South Florida was really bad, to be honest. So I don't know if you can take away, you know, anything, you know, from them. I think, you know, if the state plays Furman next week, and, and Furman might even be better than them. So mm. the Bulls were pretty bad, but North Carolina State ran the ball at will, and they did what they gave. They took what South Florida gave them, and I thought that was really impressive. Two guys over you know, 100-some yards. I think it was almost 300 yards for those two guys. So a really impressive game on the ground. And, Rob, we've talked about that some this week, you know, whether it's uh, NC State or anybody in college football. When it's early in the season, if you play a bad team, that's fine. There are plenty of bad teams out there. It's about how you play. Did you play well? Did you go out and, and kind of kick a team in the face that you were supposed to kick in the face? Yeah. Well, you know, to be fair to North Carolina State, South Florida's had some good teams and they've had some bad ones. I know when you schedule them, you're really not going to know what you get with them. And I think the Wolfpack have actually played them in a bowl game before. Uh, so, you know, they just turned out that this year they were bad. And, and again, it, it generates some enthusiasm and confidence, but I think you have to be pragmatic about it. I mean, is it is it more them or is it is it more you? I do think North Carolina State did a lot of good things in that game. Uh, they didn't have a lapse, which would have been very easy. You know, you're up 30, 40 points. They protected the shutout. They did things that, uh, winning teams did. Winning teams typically do, excuse me. And, uh, you know, they, they seem to have an urgency about them in that game, um, throughout, regardless of whether it was the ones, twos, or even the threes and fours that were playing, because everyone got playing time in that game. So it was really impressive to see. Rob, we've been talking a lot about what this game means for Mississippi State, what it means for Mike Leach, and it feels like it is a really, really important game for the Bulldogs. What about from an NC State perspective? What does this game mean for the Wolfpack? What does it mean for Dave Doran in Week 2 of of this 2021 season? Right. Doran has pretty much been a guy since he's been at NC State. He's won the games he's supposed to have won. He's lost the games he's supposed to have lost. And he's had some really good teams. I think the outlier season would probably, the two outlier seasons would be 2017 and 2019. Uh, North Carolina State has historically been really beaten badly by the SEC. They have only one road win ever against the SEC, and that was in 1977 at Auburn. Uh, I think their record overall against the SEC is 7-30-2. 
So this is a conference that's, that's had its way with the Wolfpack. And let's be real, it's the best conference in football. So if you're going to be an elite team nationally, you have to deal with the Southeast Conference at some point. And if you're going to be in the Atlantic Division in the ACC, you're playing a team in Clemson, and you're playing a team in Florida State when they're back on point. They're the typical Florida State. Those two schools are akin to an SEC school in terms of their football programs. You have to beat them just to play for the ACC title. So these games really provide great preparation in that regard. Now, if NC State loses this game, is it the end of the world? No, you need to lose this game to prepare for Clemson. But if you're looking to make that leap on a national scale, you need to beat the SEC at some point. NC State's not even beating the SEC teams that are doing really well. They lost to a Tennessee team a few years ago that only won three games. Uh, they lost to Kentucky. To be fair, Kentucky was it was in a bowl game, but that was an average Kentucky team uh, that NC State faced in the Gator Bowl. They probably should have beaten them. So they need to put the, make their mark against what is the best conference in, in uh, college football. What's the formula for NC State to go to Starkville and have success, to walk away with a win on Saturday night? Well, I think the running game will be important. I know Mississippi State runs an odd defensive front, which is what NC State does. So NC State schematically will face and practice what they'll face a lot of at the game Saturday. These are two of the teams that, that run three three fives. Uh, you have to know where the pressure's coming up the gaps, which gaps they're going to come from, who typically brings it. You have to identify when the safety comes down and there's only one safety in the back. Okay, safety's come down. That's probably where the pressure's coming from on that side, but it doesn't necessarily have to come out wide. It could come inside. They have to know that, and they have to run the right gaps. They have to block correctly. Um, I think the running game will be key because also, you know, when you're dealing with an, a, a Mike Leach offense, let's be real, ball control is a form of defense. When you have the ball, and they, they're not going to score unless it's a pick-six scoop score. So you're keeping them off the field. You're doing your defensive service, too. So I think NC State, that ground game is a big deal. And I think if they can run, I don't know they're going to run 300 yards or whatever it was against South Florida. As a matter of fact, South Florida's so bad, I would say I would guarantee they don't run as well against Mississippi State. But I do think if they can run and, 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 and Donovan Knight and Ricky Person Jr. and, and, uh, and Houston, those guys can get um, to get their uh, yardage and get five, six, seven yards to carry, they're going to give it, uh, the Bulldogs a problem. Can you grade Devin Leary for me, the the quarterback for NC State? And, and his numbers in the opener were fine. You've pointed out that they just dominated on the ground, and so it doesn't appear, at least to me, that that they had to have him lot, do a lot through the air. But but when you look at Devin Leary, kind of maybe not just in game one of this year, but on a wider range view, how, how do you grade him? I grade him as someone who probably at the back end of his career will be one of the better quarterbacks in the country. Yeah. I grade him as some. I grade him as someone who, I think he's probably fringe professionally. I don't see him maybe as the you know they got NC State's got a lot of guys that have made the NFL at, at the quarterback position. I don't know that Leary will be that guy. Maybe he's a career backup. Maybe he's a, a CFLer. Uh, but he is a very good quarterback, and he's his throwing. He can put it on a dime. He can throw it while moving. Uh, not the best running quarterback. I, I personally, I prefer a good running quarterback. He's probably not the best. He's more a traditional guy. Uh, but he, I think he's getting there. And NC State missed him a lot last year. He got hurt. I think he only played four games, whatever it was. And uh, the Wolfpack still found a way to get to a bowl game. So that was a, a feather in their cap. But with Leary, they are clearly a better team. And this is a team uh, that can compete in the upper echelon of the ACC if he stays healthy. 
Rob, I'm curious. This has nothing to do with the game, but but I'm curious because I've got you on the phone. When when you think about kind of that research triangle and and the concentration of universities uh, in North Carolina, and and I feel like Wake Forest is a little bit of an outlier because it's a smaller private school. But when you think Duke and Carolina and, and NC State, what's the fan breakdown like within the kind of the region? In the triangle, I would say it's it's mostly North Carolina, then North Carolina State. Duke is third. I grew up in Durham. I live in Durham now. I grew up a Duke fan. Uh, that was very rare when I was a kid, Duke. But this was before – actually, Krzyzewski was just getting started. He had a yeah. couple of losing seasons right in the beginning now, so I'm telling my age. But he he was just getting going. Duke football for a gazillion years was, was terrible, other than the spurt of years. So, you know, there, back then, it, there were more state fans in Durham than than Duke fans. There were more East East Carolina fans in Durham than Duke fans. Duke has really grown, but they're more of a national brand. North Carolina and NC State are more the more predominantly statewide in terms of allegiance. In the triangle though, it's it's gonna be North Carolina. They are the, the state school. They're the ones that are going to get the most fan support and they're the ones that win in more sports. North Carolina State is the largest public university, so they have a great fan base. They have a great uh, in terms of their athletic department, you guys saw that. They were in Omaha with, with Mississippi State. We know how that went down. Uh, they probably should have played each other for the title. But, you know, they have a great athletic department, and their fans are very knowledgeable. They want to win in all sports. But I would say North Carolina probably has the edge in terms of fan support in the triangle. But it's it's a, it's a blast to live here. I just, every day, every you know, there's never an off season, and it's just a lot of fun. Uh, it certainly is a beautiful part of the country as well. Last thing, I, I'm just kind of curious from a, a travel standpoint, an excitement standpoint, NC State fans planning to make the trip to uh, an SEC road game? I'm sure they will, and they've been saying that since the College World Series. And, uh, of course, there's been, some banter <laughs> with, there's been some banter with Mississippi State. Mississippi State was very friendly towards North Carolina State when they were going through their plight in Omaha. And so there are a lot of people saying, hey, we look forward to it. There are a lot of people saying there's going to be two fan bases wearing national championship shirts in baseball when they get to that game. And, and uh, you know, though they're going to say, hey, man, we understand you. You want it this way. We want it that way. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I think the Cowbells will probably break their nerves at some point. But uh, that's what the Cowbells are supposed to do. They're supposed right. to have an impact. And uh, I know a lot of the fans have talked about they're going and they're leaving on Friday and, you know, in the message boards and they're really geeked up. And we should, you know, we should see NC State playing SEC teams more often. And we should see them playing road games against SEC teams more often. And this is what the Wolfpack fans want. And so they're very excited. And uh, personally, I'm excited as well. Should be fun. Saturday night in Starkville, NC State visiting Mississippi State. Rob, thanks so much for your time. My pleasure, sir. Y'all have a nice evening. <laughs> That's Rob McClam joining us on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 20% chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 91. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 68. For Thursday, sunny skies, high near 86. Thursday evening, clear conditions, low around 63. And for your finally Friday, sunny skies, high near 88. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. 
Due to a national blood shortage, Mississippi Blood Services is in critical need of donations to refill our supply. Summer travel is ahead and the need continues. Please help Mississippi Blood Services recover their supply of much-needed blood as we move into the summer months. Visit msblood.com or call 601-368-2673 to find a location near you to donate blood today. That's msblood.com. Great teams leave it all on the field. But with the powerful towing and payload that Ford F-150 delivers, you can take it all with you, too. No wonder Ford F-Series is America's best-selling truck 44 years straight. The 2021 Ford F-150. Built for greatness. Visit your local Ford dealer or buyfordnow.com. Based on 1977-2020 calendar year total sales. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental. We at Capital Dental want you to be confident in a bright and healthy smile that you can be proud of. We provide teeth whitening to brighten your smile. Book your appointment today at CapitalDentalInc.com. Capital Dental, located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive. If your vehicle is ever damaged in a collision, please listen carefully. At Clinton Body Shop, we are OEM factory certified with more than 20 national and international manufacturers. In fact, we are Central Mississippi's only Volvo certified auto body repair shop and we are the first BMW certified independent repair facility in the southern region. And our Richland location is Mississippi's only Subaru certified repair facility. Look, if some of the most prestigious automakers in the world certify Clinton, Body Shop, shouldn't you choose them for your repair? Clinton Body Shop in Clinton and Richland. Certified by the company that made your car to repair your car with OEM factory parts. Go to ClintonBodyShop.com. It's about your family's safety and your car's value. That's ClintonBodyShop.com. Green Home Solutions is a proud VIP sponsor of The Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The Mississippi National Guard is lending a helping hand in the effort to battle the ongoing California wildfires. The Guard has deployed a team of aviators as a helicopter crew of approximately 10 soldiers will work alongside the California National Guard to provide aerial water bucket operations and aviation maintenance support when needed. Currently, thousands of acres are being impacted by several different wildfires. And with evacuees still unable to return to portions of Louisiana, Major Johnny Polis says that Mississippians need to be aware of increased traffic across the state. So there is a tremendous volume of traffic that definitely contributes to traffic congestion and delays on the roadway. So we're asking the motoring public to be mindful. We've gotten past the holiday weekend, but we're still encountering, again, a lot of traffic. Hello, I'm Will Noble from Moorhead, Mississippi. I'm proud to be a catfish farmer. And being selected as Mississippi's Catfish Farmer of the Year means a lot to me. I pride myself in raising healthy fish for you to enjoy. And they were raised right here in America. So please make sure you and your family are receiving the best U.S. farm-raised catfish. This message is brought to you by the Catfish Institute. For more information, visit uscatfish.com. 
Jake Mangum here. I got a lot of love from Mississippi in my time with MSU. Fans, friends, family, and teammates gave me more support than I could have hoped for. Farm Bureau Insurance was one of my supporters then, and they continue to take care of me day to day as my insurance provider. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance, or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Super Talk Mississippi, your new home for the Ben Shapiro Show. We don't hold back. We never shy away from telling you the truth. The most electrifying national talk show on air today. We have the most important guests and the biggest thinkers in America. Ben Shapiro, brutally breaking down the issues of the day. From politics to pop culture, we take a look at all of it. So don't miss out. Weeknights at 9. For something new and unique in talk radio, take a listen to the Ben Shapiro Show. On Super Talk Mississippi. Your number one for sports talk. Anyone? 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 Come on, don't be shy. Sports talk, Mississippi. Bingo, man, bingo. Super talk, Mississippi. Mississippi, back with you, streaming at supertalk.fm. Let's go to the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. First-time guest, David Cobb, who writes at cbssports.com, covers college football, joins us right now. David, appreciate uh, a few minutes of your time. My understanding is that uh, you also were up late on Monday night in the uh, in Mercedes-Benz Stadium. What did you take away from Ole Miss Louisville on, uh, on the final night of the opening weekend of college football? Yeah, well, one takeaway is that, uh, man, I, I was just not quite ready for that first weekend. Five uh, straight nights with games, uh, you know, up till one thirty uh, into Sunday morning after Saturday's games, and then uh, out at Mercedes-Benz until almost uh, 1 a.m. too. I've kind of felt like I got hit by a train uh, the last couple days, but in a good way uh, because it means college football is back. And, uh, you know, I, I guess from that game, my big takeaway would be that um, Ole Miss has solidified itself in my mind as the third best team in the SEC West, and that that's no small feat. I mean, that as we know, that's the toughest division in college football. But what they were able to do against a a middle of the pack ACC team and, and pretty much dominating them for a half and then cruising to victory uh, that that was impressive. And so uh, a lot of people uh, weren't sure how to how to stack up the middle of that division with. LSU and Texas A&M and, and Auburn there in the mix. Um, I picked Ole Miss to finish third in the division, and, and what I saw on Monday night confirmed that prediction. David, let's pull back a little bit beyond specifically that game and kind of take a wider range view of the opening weekend. Give me a couple of storylines that you think stood out above the rest from week one. Yeah, I mean, I think it's the – uh, poor performances of the, the Pac-12 and the, and the ACC. I mean, my gosh, you, you talk about the ACC in particular with, with Clemson, uh, Miami, and North Carolina all losing. And we expected Alabama to beat Miami, but I don't know that we – maybe we should have with, with the program that Nick Saban has built, but I didn't expect uh, Alabama to be that dominant in week one with everything it's replacing on offense against a pretty good Miami team. And so the ACC collectively looks like it's kind of on the struggle bus. And then the Pac-12, I mean, 
I picked Washington to win the Pac-12 North, and uh, they were knocked off by a, uh, an FCS team, a, a good FCS team, but but an FCS team nonetheless in Montana. And really, I thought Fresno State outplayed Oregon as well for the majority of yeah. that game. But Oregon was fortunate uh, to get a win due to a couple of, uh, of turnovers that led to some easy points. So uh, I don't expect that, that Ohio State-Oregon game to be particularly close on Saturday. Um, and, you know, uh, it, maybe it's no surprise, but uh, week one to me really confirmed uh, that the Big Ten and the SEC are, are head and shoulders above the rest of college football. Which leaves you scratching your head a little bit when it comes to LSU-UCLA. We talked a lot the last couple of days about not the fact that UCLA won that game, but how they won that game. By dominating at the line of scrimmage, that's not supposed to happen to a team that has the reputation and has the roster that LSU has. Right. Yeah, so yeah, I, so I thought UCLA would win that game. Um, that was a prediction of mine back in the, the spring. Um I didn't know that they would look so dominant up front, though. And the fact that they were able to open up so many holes in the run game, the fact that they were able to pretty much mitigate LSU's run game, very impressive performance from Chip Kelly's team. And an example of how even in you know this era when the recruiting rankings do, generally speaking, pretty well foretell you know a team's ceiling and talent and capability, um, there is still something to be said about uh, a coach who can go in and build a program without necessarily having all the five-star guys. And it's taken Chip Kelly a while. I mean, no doubt yeah. about that. This is year four for him. And so he's finally built a team that looks like it could be pretty good. UCLA has a tough schedule uh, this year, but they're 1-0 against a team that a lot of people thought they were going to lose to. And so um, I, I look at that game and I see as much that impresses me about UCLA as I do, um, that concerns me about LSU. I still think um, LSU, honestly, offensively in the past game, looked a little bit better maybe than I, than I might have anticipated uh, out of the gate. So, um, you know, I don't think LSU is headed towards another uh, disastrous season. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I don't think they're going to finish third in the West either. I don't think you could reasonably say that after what we saw on Saturday. David Cobb on Twitter. You can follow him at David W. Cobb. He's a college football writer at CBSSports.com. Let's let's turn the page to week two. And I'm not sure that this is the game that should be jumping off the page at me, but I'm really intrigued in Texas, Arkansas. In Fayetteville, I thought Texas was really, really impressive against Louisiana in the opener. I love Steve Sarkeesian as a play caller. But the flip side is, I know how good Barry Odom is as a defensive coordinator. And I've got to believe that he's drawing something up that is going to give those young quarterbacks or the young quarterback for Texas all kinds of problems. What, what do you make of the matchup in Fayetteville where they've got a sellout, like a hard, complete sellout for the first time since 2016? Well, I love it. I love that we're going to have that atmosphere. I love that this old Southwest Conference and future Southeastern Conference matchup is, is pretty much going to be on the center stage. Uh, week two is going to feel like a little bit of a letdown after last week with all the good games that we had throughout the day and really uh, throughout the weekend. Uh, but I think that one um, is, is primed to be a good one. Um, if nothing else, it's going to be a, an incredible atmosphere. And you know, hopefully uh, Arkansas can keep it close for a while. I think in the end, uh, I lean towards Texas's explosivity. Um, and I agree. I mean, look, look at what Barry Odom did, you know, last year against Mississippi State after Mississippi State 
um, upset LSU. I mean, he kind of showed the rest of the league how to defend Mike Leach's air raid. Um, and he is a pretty elite defensive coordinator. Uh, I think in today's age, though, uh, you give the nod to offense until proven otherwise. And I, I realize that, you know, Georgia and Clemson and Penn State, Wisconsin were defensive slugfests week one. I think that was more of an anomaly, more so than, you know, something that we're going to see uh, play out throughout the season. And so uh, I think Texas with B. John Robinson at running back, uh, I think they've got more playmakers on the perimeter than, than people realize. Um, I think they could be pretty balanced, um, and I think that will make them hard to defend uh, for Arkansas. So re- I'm actually re-watching Arkansas Rice right, right now. I didn't catch that one live. Um, but with K.J. Jefferson being so inexperienced um, in such a big game, um, I guess you could say the same for Hudson Card at Texas. But I just think that the, uh, the overall talent on that Texas team and, and the fact that Sark's you know, dialing up the plays is going to give them an edge. And I just kind of question whether or not Arkansas can keep up offensively if that game gets into the 30s. David, just a couple of minutes left. The, the matchup in Starkville with NC State and Mississippi State feels like an important one for, for both of these clubs, especially for Mississippi State. It's one that we've talked uh, uh, really a ton about all summer long, kind of leading into the season. And as it has gotten closer, it has felt like that game was bigger and bigger. Uh, what do you think about the matchup in Starkville with those two teams, Wolfpack and Bulldogs? Yeah, it's a good one as well. I mean, you know, thank goodness for, for Mike Leach and the Bulldogs that they were able to pull off a, a rather miraculous comeback and, and beat Louisiana Tech, or they would be feeling a lot of pressure going into this game. And, you know, maybe they are anyway, uh, but uh, NC State's a really good team. NC State is a team that, that just beat uh, South Florida 45 to nothing. I mean, that's a South Florida team that was bad last year, but that lost a lot of close games and that a lot of people thought would really take a big jump in year two under Jeff Scott. And, you know, NC State pretty well shellacked them. Um, they've got a really good defense. Uh, they've got a, a sneaky amount of offensive uh, firepower, uh, it, you know, uh, going into Starkville. The, the thing uh, that I, I guess kind of gets me hesitant on predicting a, an NC State win is just the atmosphere. Um, and in many ways, it's, it's the same dynamic as we'll see on display in Texas, Arkansas, which is that, you know, uh, nobody really played in a tough road environment last season. And yeah. I think it can be easy to underestimate the impact uh, that the Cowbells have at Davis Wade Stadium. You know, it may only be, what, you know, 55,000 in there, but, man, it sure sounds like 100 when those things, those Cowbells get clanging. And so, you know, in that way, I, I think Mississippi State's uh, got a chance. That's a tough team they're playing, but – um, with the, the momentum that they're going to have because of what they did uh, in that fourth quarter against Louisiana Tech, um, you know, I, I think that's a spot where, where maybe they could be okay. Maybe they could uh, sneak out a close win. David, great stuff. I hope we can do this again soon. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, guys. David Cobb from CBSSports.com covers college football, kind of a sampling of all over the country and around the SEC. Hey, Dad, let's use what he said at the end as a jumping-off point when we come back. It's not an angle that we've talked about. So Mississippi State, kind of dreadful in the second and third quarters. And for the first eh, five minutes or so for the fourth quarter. But then the switch flipped. And offensively, down the stretch, against Louisiana Tech, three fourth-quarter touchdowns, they finish off the comeback, the defense comes up with some, some stops. Do you believe in the idea of momentum and carrying success from one game to the next? We'll talk about that when we come back. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Appreciate both David Cobb 
And Ron McLam joining us on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. More coming up with you right after this. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs there in Ridgeland and Brandon. Just call them at 601-605-4443. Looking pretty good so far. We do have some congestion building up on 20 westbound there at the stack. Look for those delays between Highway 49 and just past Gallatin. Otherwise, no other major problems, nothing out of the ordinary. Please buckle up, drive safe, have a great evening. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. Proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call 601-353-5217. The first place Mississippi Braves return to Trustmark Park for their final homestand of the 2021 season, Tuesday, September 7th through Sunday, September 12th versus the Montgomery Biscuits. Join us for Bark in the Park on Tuesday, First Responders Day on Wednesday, and Drew Waters MVP statues to the first 1,000 fans on Thirsty Thursday. On Friday, the first 500 kids 14 and under receive a back-to-school backpack courtesy of the Mississippi Department of Health. On Saturday, September 11th, the Braves will honor all first responders and military and feature post-game fireworks presented by the Mississippi Department of Public Safety and Commissioner Sean Tindall. The regular season concludes with a family fun day, 2.05 p.m. matinee on Sunday. The regular season concludes with a family fun day, 2.05 p.m. matinee on Sunday, September 12th. For tickets and postseason playoff information, visit MississippiBraves.com or call 888-BRAVES-4. Join us this week at Trustmark Park as the Embrays close in on a double-A South regular season title. You already know that Madison Cellars is Madison's favorite place to buy wine and spirits since 1988. On Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center, Madison Cellars has a hometown feel with a big city selection. Do you have a question about which wine to serve with a certain dish? Call 601-856-0931 and let their knowledgeable staff help you find the perfect match. Find out more at madisoncellars.net or stop by today. Madison Cellars on Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center. Walking into Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is like walking into a spa. With its relaxed atmosphere and luxurious setting, you'll definitely feel at ease. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, you can choose either a male or female doctor, whatever makes you more comfortable. Plus, Carter Sledge has the very latest in technology, like same-day crowns. Find out more at cartersledgedental.com. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, Lake Harbor Drive in Ridgeland. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, our smile begins with yours. If you work in the manufacturing world, Ace Bolt and Screw would like the opportunity to earn your business. Ace Bolt and Screw has been Mississippi family owned and operated for more than 50 years. They specialize in vendor managed inventory and they're ISO certified. Ace Bolt and Screw services and delivers fasteners for small, medium, and large scale industrial operations across the country. Visit acebolt.net to learn more or call 601 355 3448. Discover vendor managed inventory by Ace Bolt and Screw today. Is your business or home protected from power outages? Hurricanes cause widespread outages, with some lasting days and even weeks. 
Don't wait for a hurricane to hit. Prepare today with a standby residential or commercial generator from Taylor Power Systems. Give yourself an advantage over power outages with a Taylor Power standby generator. Give us a call today at 601-922-4444. Bad internet is bad for business. We've all been there. Lagging video chats, what I said. slow downloads. Oh, come on. It's just not a good look. Instead, call Ceasefire Business. Our local experts deliver gigabit speeds backed by thousands of miles of fiber for the fastest, most reliable internet around. Period. No excuses, no apologies. Just fiber fast internet that works. Ceasefire Business. See how our fiber solutions can help power your success at ceasefirebusiness.com. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. This is a place for crazy people. If it's sports in Mississippi, you'll hear about it here. Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi with you, streaming at supertalk.fm. You can join us on the ceasefire text line at 601-879-4395. College football fix is just around the corner. So we were talking with David Kahn from CBS Sports, and he talked about the environment in Starkville, Cowbells, the home field environment. We heard um, Rob McGlam tell us just a little while ago that NC State has won one win on the road against an SEC team ever. And then David talked a little bit about carryover, momentum. So what about that, hey, Dad? First three quarters, not great. I mean, the very beginning of the game, really good. Late second quarter, entire second quarter, entire third quarter, early fourth quarter, not great for Mississippi State. Yeah. And then they kind of flipped a switch. And the, yep. the rest of the fourth quarter, really good offensively, big plays, good plays on special teams, and the defense came up with stops, which was necessary to not have the gap grow anymore when you're trying to go through a comeback. Is that momentum that can, can carry from one game to the next? I think so. Yeah, I mean, we sort of talked about it on Monday that, you know, if you're going to have problems, it's better to be addressing them from 1-0 and to than 0-1. Uh, so I think, you know, you have that positivity working for you in practice. Uh, you know, what do we always say that there's nothing a head coach likes more than an ugly win? You know, you got the win, but you got plenty to talk about, plenty to, plenty to work on. I'm sure Mike Leach, that's, that's, that's the, the attitude he has. And yeah, there's something to that of they didn't give up. They kept fighting. They, they got it done. There's definitely so, a, a, there's definitely momentum you can take from that into this week. On both sides of the ball? Yeah. Yeah, because not only, I mean, that, that's, and that's sort of the underrated part of this. You know, yes, State did score three straight drives, but they also got three straight stops. You know, a team that had been moving the ball on them, that they got them, they, they were able to force three punts in a row. I mean, if you don't do that, if you let them get a long drive down, they get another field goal, it's, it's a totally different game. So, yeah, I think on both sides of the ball, the key for State's going to be a, a fast start. 
Make, like, and and uh, you know, Rob sort of mentioned you know the crowd. I don't think it's going to be a sellout, but it'll be a good crowd, and there'll certainly be plenty of cowbells. And six o'clock kickoff means people have had their time to uh, imbibe, juice up, yeah, get get loaded up, yeah. So, you know, the crowd will be there for them if they get off to a fast start. But man, if they start out, if we go to the end of the first quarter and it's ten nothing NC State or something like that, that that's going to be the momentum will have been sucked out of there. Porky, what do you make of the the idea of momentum? One game to the next, end of a game to the start of the next game. It's as good as the next day's pitcher, right? <laughs> you, you Thank can carry, you, Jim Leland. I mean, you, you can carry momentum into this all you want, but it just it honestly depends. Penalties, especially, you got to clean up penalties. But, but yeah. what I'm fascinated in is, as I said, it's the three straight stops. But everybody's talking about the offensive line and Will Rogers. State's defense did not play a particularly great game. A secondary that we thought was going to be good that I still think is going to be good because, like we said on Monday, we've got a sample size that says that those guys have been good. Uh, but they got ran on a little bit. Uh, they, they couldn't get pressure as much as I was expecting them to. Leary's not the best quarterback Mississippi State is going to see this year. Not even close. But he's good. He's played a lot of football. He's got some pretty good guys to throw to as well. If he's got time... Like you gave Kendall last weekend, he might pick you apart. He's good enough to do that if he's got all day to throw. Not the strongest arm you'll see. It's pretty darn accurate, though. But you, you can't give him all day. And at times, Austin Kendall had all day. Yeah, State has got uh, to do a better job of getting pressure this week. That, 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 that's something that absolutely has to happen. Emeka. Imezi. There it, there it is. Imezi. Amizi, uh, I don't know. But Ameka, which is my favorite name. But uh, yeah, they think he's, you know, early round caliber type wide receiver. Hold on a second. I just gave you the actual pronunciation and then you changed it. You're like, I don't know. Oh, oh like, wait. You I thought the pronunciation guy. <laughs> I Emeka, thought you were guessing. I, I figured you were guessing. I didn't know you were actually doing your research. <laughs> No, I, I actually went to the oh, team's well, pronunciation guy to try and get it right. It's just atypical on this show for somebody besides me to do any pre-show work, you know? Oh, so I didn't know if really? it was... Oh, oh. You say, oh, really, as if that's not an absolute fact. Oh, walk away. Emeka Imezi. Kid can play. Had good numbers in the uh, in the opener. He's got good career numbers as well. Probably a guy to watch out for if you are a Mississippi State fan on Saturday night for NC State. Sports Talk Mississippi with you, streaming at supertalk.fm. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, Brian Haydad, 5 o'clock hour just around the corner. College football fix is next. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Fox 
News. I'm Rich Dennison. The number of confirmed deaths in Louisiana from Hurricane Ida rose to 26 today as officials announced 11 additional deaths in the city of New Orleans. Nine of those deaths are blamed on excessive heat during the long power outage after the storm. The two others involved carbon monoxide poisoning. Meantime, storm warnings for parts of the Florida panhandle after tropical storm Mindy forms in the Gulf of Mexico. The nation's top diplomat today discussing conflicting reports about private charter flights out of Afghanistan. Secretary of State Antony Blinken said the Taliban is blocking the planes from taking off. We've made clear to all parties, we've made clear to the Taliban that these charters need to be able to depart. Speaking in Germany, Blinken also criticized the Taliban's new interim government. Cabinet is made up entirely of Taliban members and includes no women. Fox's Simon Owen in London. America's listening to Fox News. This Fox News update has been brought to you by Tico's Steakhouse. Come dine with us. The steaks seared to perfection. Live main lobster and seafood. Make it Tico's tonight. Tico's Steakhouse. Call 601-956-1030. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico's Steakhouse has been a staple of fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. Dad has long since desired for me to come work alongside him. And now that I'm here, I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy poured beverages. Our dining rooms are open and we are taking reservations. Our private rooms are also available along with takeout. Call today or stop in to experience Tico's in the second generation. Tico's Steakhouse, East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. Smith Marine has killer boat deals on sale now, featuring Crest Pontoons and Suzuki Motors, offering thousands of new boats right now along with Suzuki Specials. This is the best time to buy your new or used boat. You'll never find a better deal. Smith Marine, 149 Harbor Drive, Main Harbor Marina in Ridgeland. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Gordon Fellows, president of the Mississippi Bankers Association, says that a proposal from the White House could have a major impact on your privacy as it relates to banks reporting to the IRS. The White House proposal is all bank accounts, all credit union accounts, all investment accounts that have an aggregate of $600 in a calendar year would have sort of all types of information related to those accounts reported. The potential proposal is seen by supporters as a way to identify unreported income. And a Natchez man will spend 35 years in prison after pleading guilty in a major drug trafficking case. Back in 2018, authorities raided the home of 44-year-old Kevin Singleton and found large amounts of cocaine, heroin, and meth, along with $1.1 million in cash and three firearms. Singleton pled guilty to the federal drug trafficking charges in April of 2019. Hey there, Lucky Buck here, coming to you live from a nearby meadow. You know, four-leaf clovers are lucky, of course, but I find that the three-leafers are lucky, too. And just as tasty. Mm. Speaking of lucky things in threes, there's Cash 3 from the Mississippi Lottery. Cash 3 has daily drawings with 50-cent and $1 plays and lots of ways to win. So play Cash 3 sometime, and you might be lucky like me. Have fun, y'all. Must be 21 years or older to play. Please play responsibly. Hey there, what are you doing today? Would whatever it is be easier with faster, more reliable home internet? If you said yes, we have good news. Viasat offers high-speed satellite internet wherever you live, even if cable providers don't go there. So you can get online today and tomorrow. Go to viasat.com slash internet now and save up to $150 on select home plans. That's V-I-A-S-A-T dot com slash internet now. Minimum 24-month service term. Service is not available in all areas. See viasat.com for additional terms and conditions. 
It wasn't his shoes, but the king of rock and roll's famous white jumpsuit and cape sold at a recent auction for just over $1 million. Elvis wore it in 1972 during his first live performance at Madison Square Garden. Strangely enough, the auction also included a jar of Elvis's hair collected by his barber. That went for over $72,000. And for the first time since 2016, Ole Miss has cracked the AP Top 25. The Rebels vaulted up to 20th following Monday night's victory over Louisville and will look to improve to 2-0 this Saturday when they take on Austin P in their home opener. Also following Monday's win, kicker Caden Costa was named the SEC Co-Freshman of the Week after going 3-for-3 three three on field goal attempts. For all things Mississippi, be sure to find us online at supertalk.fm. Stephen Gagliano, Supertalk Mississippi News. Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services in Hattiesburg is one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses. Pine Grove provides the highest quality mental health care for children, adolescents, and adults. Pine Grove also features several specialty addiction treatment programs for men and women. Additionally, Pine Grove specializes in the treatment of licensed professionals. Please call 1-888-574-HOPE for more information and visit pinegrovetreatment.com. When you experience the Sanderson Farms Championship, it's not just a good time, it's a great way to give back. Proceeds from the championship are donated to Mississippi's only children's hospital to support the nearly 180,000 patient visits at Children's of Mississippi each year. Last year, over $1.4 million were raised to go toward the completion of a much-needed children's hospital expansion. So join us for the Sanderson Farms Championship, September 27th through October 3rd, at the Country Club of Jackson. All the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Sports Talk. Sports Talk Mississippi. To the junction, in the groove, and to the top. Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi. o'clock hour with you on this Wednesday Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm alongside Michael Borky and Brian Haydad I'm Richard Cross thanks for being with us in the Pearl River Resort studios pearlriverresort.com that's where you can go to find all that's happening at Pearl River Resort at the Golden Moon at the Silver Star and of course at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club you want to be a part of the conversation hit us up on the C Spire text line 601 879 Four three nine five. Meet the authority team from Ceasefire Business. Gain the IT expertise you need to tackle your toughest challenges and find new opportunities. Learn more at ceasefirebusiness.com. It's time right now for the college football fix. College football fix is driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Check out the great SUVs like Explorer and Expedition or drive the 2021 F-150 Smart, Tough, and Built to Get the Job Done. Best-selling truck in America for 44 straight years. You can test drive one at your local Mississippi Ford dealer today. We talked a lot today about the matchup between NC State and Mississippi State on Saturday night in Starkville. Let's hear what Mike Leach has to say about the dogs and the wolf pack. 
Coach, after fun. Was there anything that stood out about the ball game, positive or negative, that maybe you didn't see on Saturday? Uh, you know, not not really. I mean, it, we, it was a game of phases. So we went out there. I thought we came out. We played well. Then I think we coasted. Then we got hit in the mouth. Uh, then we panicked. And then... Um, and then we played real well. So it was like that's pretty much the game. You talked Saturday just a little bit about the, the maybe the panic and a little bit quit in the team um, and, and the sense of how that was maybe a reflection of some of the coaching. What, what do you feel you guys need to do this week as coaches to, to make sure that doesn't happen again? I, I just think that, you know, we've, we've been very, very, very positive up to this point. And I think, uh, you know, if you go too far with that, uh, then I think that um, – you know that uh, the people relax i think that they can relax i think we really need to hold these guys to because we're still a very young team and i think we need to hold them accountable for you know their job i mean the simplest thing if we do our job every time we're happy with the whole game i mean we may not get the the record for the biggest comeback in the history of the school but uh um you know we'd have a we would have played better overall you know Back to kind of what you saw on film, was there anything different that Will Rogers did in that fourth quarter that he wasn't doing in the second, third quarter? Yeah, he relaxed. He relaxed. He quit pressing. He quit trying to force things. I mean, because he did the same thing that our whole team did. And the thing that was kind of different about this experience is our whole team, it's almost like they thought with the same brain. Um, you know, because it, it, it wasn't like – a lot of times there will be like one face is doing one thing, one face is doing the other. That wasn't the case with us. I mean, it was it was like literally the same. And so, you know, I mean, it's kind of like the same offensive lineman you see getting him hit or the same ones uh, mowing him down and giving him a long time to throw that fourth quarter, you know. And the fourth quarter is when everybody's supposed to be tired. But, you know, hey, they're 22 years old. When I was 22, I never got tired. So, I mean, we like to talk about it. But uh, when I was that age, I didn't get tired. And at least relatively speaking, I mean, you know, some of you young folks in here, you don't know what tired is. And um, so uh, I think that, um, no, I, we, uh, the, biggest, the biggest thing is, is, is the motivation and the thing with uh, football you have to do it together and so then they call it execution um and then uh and that's the thing is everybody's got to do it together simultaneously and then and it was it was like a switch i mean you know i mean the the one of the best uh <clears throat> examples of the whole thing was we start out the game two who gets a long kickoff return because a bunch of people are getting their blocks, okay? So then after that, on the kickoff returns, they're stuffing him inside the 20 because, you know, on each play there would be like three guys that decide, well, this one just doesn't matter as much and maybe the other guy will make a play. And then on the last one, when we really needed it, we got a bunch of blocks. And so, I mean, so, you know, I mean, it's a pretty good contrast to how it works when everybody does their job and how it works when people don't, so. Rara Thomas got a lot of play in the other day. What got him on the field? What have you seen from him in practice, and how did you feel like he reacted in that first game? Well, he reacted real well. I mean, he got the got the second ball of the game. At the time, I thought it was the first, but it was the second. And then he turned up field and ran right through the defender and put the defender on his back. And then um, Ra-Ra has been very good in practice. You know, he's, he's kind of a big target. He's got good range to him. Uh, he's quick coming out of his – his cuts, I mean, real quick coming out of his cuts. 
And then uh, the biggest thing is, is um, and I think the biggest thing for guys that um, play or do something good when they're young is he wasn't afraid to be out there. He just went out and did what uh, he's been doing for a long time. And, yeah, we have to uh, sometimes help him with, you know, the what you have on this play, you know, because he's uh, young enough there and and kind of keep an eye on him out there to make sure he knows where he's going. And, and uh, he does a good job communicating that. And then, um, but, you know, he does it decisively, he doesn't tiptoe through it, and then he expects uh, uh, to make a play when the ball comes his direction. And I think he's going to be really good. Hey, Mike. Um, NC State team coming in here that obviously played very well last week, got a ton of rushing yards, it was like 268, got a nearly good under center. Just based on what, what you've seen from that, what problems on either side of the ball could they pose to, to your group, and how confident are you in your guys' chances against them, considering where you guys are at uh, so far this season? Well, we definitely have to get better this week. They're a good team. Uh, I think on defense they run to the ball well. I think they play with uh, you know, a lot of enthusiasm. The other thing, they got quite a bit of experience back. Um, so, you know, we just got to play well. I mean, NC State's going to do whatever they do, and we just have to focus on ourselves and uh, be the best team that we can be out there. And, and uh, yeah, I mean, that's all we really have control over. I mean, they're... You know, so if, if 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 we do our job the best we can, I mean that uh, gives us the best chance. So, hey Mike, uh, NC State also plays a three-three-five. Does that benefit you guys at all? Like just preparing this week, maybe you can go one v one. You know, one first unit versus first unit kind of a practice, or, or what, does that do anything for you guys that they kind of run a similar scheme? I was thinking about that last night, and it is uh, somewhat familiar to what Zach does. Uh, of course, it goes both ways, you know. I mean, uh, so they see it all the time too. So I think it's uh, it kind of mitigates that way, just because uh, um, do we have an advantage? Yes, if, if 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 they didn't go against the same thing, you know. Coach, uh, Will's numbers were were really really good uh, in in the box score. <clears throat> there were a couple instances where he held onto the football. When you had a chance to evaluate his performance, what did you think he did well, and what can he do better this week? I thought he started out really good, uh, and I thought our team started out really good. Um, I thought that, um, well, I thought that as our, as our team started pressing and panicking, so did Will. That's when he forced balls or when he held on to balls. And, you know, he just has to get rid of them. I mean, get out of there and get rid of them. I mean, and, yeah, we have to protect better. There's no question. But... Uh, the extent to which he can get rid of them, he needs to, you know, because I always think the quarterbacks are, everybody wants to dump on the O-line for sacks, which, uh, you know, they're definitely a part of it. But, the, you know, the quarterback can uh, prevent taking them too. And then, um, uh, but I thought he pressed along with the others. But I thought, uh, you know, he was pretty, uh, he was, when, and I thought he kind of, you know, the, the the biggest thing was is he tried to try to do too much, knowing things were kind of breaking down, which we don't, we can't panic that way. Uh, but I thought he, you know, of course he did a great job there at the end. I had some long string without an incompletion type of deal, so you know, which of course that was key to the comeback. And you know, as a coach, you say, well, hey, we should have done it all day, but as you know, and of course that's easier said than done too. But um, 
Um, but, you know, we just need to try to be able to do it for a longer period of time and not wait till the end, you know. Coach, uh, Ruffin McNeil and Brian Mitchell, now on NC State staff, worked on Attack. What was it like working with those guys, and what's it going to be like coaching against them on Saturday? Well, I hadn't looked at it. I knew Ruff was there. I didn't know Brian was there, too, because I, I know, shoot, I know two-thirds of that staff. Uh, well, I, you know, it'd be good to it'd be good to see him for like thirty seconds. That's about what you get. Everybody, <laughs> <clears throat> one of the most popular questions, and I'm sure most of you guys have answered it or asked it. Um, you know, I mean, it, it, this isn't just some uh, wistful uh, walk down memory memory lane. I mean, maybe it would be if you if you didn't have the pressure of a football game. It'd be great. I mean. Um, <clears throat> You know, heck, take them all over Starkville. Hey, Brian Ruff, will you see this? I mean, you know, have you ever had one of these? You know, I mean, uh, trouble is, is it's uh, it's kind of 30 seconds in passing. Hey, how you doing? Good to see you. How's the family? You know, oh, really? Your son's there now. You know, I mean, it's uh, kind of that stuff. Mike Leach. It's not exactly a wistful stroll down memory lane he says sports talk mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm we'll be right back from the venable glass traffic center with two locations serving you glass needs they're in ridgeland and brandon call them at 601-605-4443 delays southbound on 55 right around lakeland down through the waterworks also seeing delays once you get off of 55 southbound and head west on the 20 also seeing heavy congestion on 49 southbound from the old 49 down to harper this update brought to you by river trust federal credit union the best place to get you going on your path to financial well-being stop by call or visit them online and learn about their great loan rates free checking and much more Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Exit 114 in Gluckstadt or online at bennelson.com. If you or someone you know suffers from dizziness or imbalance, Physical of Jackson, spelled F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, can help improve your balance and decrease your chances of falling. Susan Geiger and her team of specialized therapists are as unique as their name, providing a personalized approach to therapy and cutting-edge equipment. Physical, F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, spelled different because we are different. Call today for your appointment, 601-487-2260. This is Dennis Stevenson, Director of the Motor Care Safety Division of the Mississippi Department of Public Safety. The Highway Patrol, in conjunction with the Federal Motor Care Safety Administration, is conducting big rig road checks for safety each month throughout the state for motor vehicles. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our roads and highways safe. Since the program began, we have issued over 15,000 citations to ensure that everyone is safe on the road. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our Mississippi roadways safe. If your vehicle is ever damaged in a collision, please listen carefully. At Clinton Body Shop, we are OEM factory certified with more than 20 national and international manufacturers. In fact, we are Central Mississippi's only Volvo certified auto body repair shop, and we are the first BMW certified independent repair facility in the southern region. And our Richland location is Mississippi's only Subaru certified repair facility. Look, if some of the most prestigious automakers in the world certify Clinton, 
Clinton Body Shop, shouldn't you choose them for your repair? Clinton Body Shop in Clinton and Richland. Certified by the company that made your car to repair your car with OEM factory parts. Go to ClintonBodyShop.com. It's about your family's safety and your car's value. That's ClintonBodyShop.com. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. Hello here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports. Sports. On your radio and in the game. Super Talk Mississippi. Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. You want to be a part of the conversation? We'd love to hear from you on the C Spire text line 601-879-4395. Interesting text. Think of it like this. MSU messed around for three quarters and in the fourth quarter decided, okay, we need to play. Came back in one quarter after being down 20 as soon as they played to their ability. That's very encouraging and shows what they can truly be. That's from Officer Lacey. What do you make of that? It's kind of what Mike Leach was talking about. It sort of goes back to what we were talking about in the segment before that, about having some momentum coming out of that. I mean, it's correct. If if you break down the game by, like, actual time, in 20 minutes, State scored, in 20 minutes of game time, State scored 35 points. I mean... In, in the, the first half of the, I guess most of the first quarter and the last eight minutes of the fourth quarter, State looked completely and totally unstoppable. It's the problem is sort of what you're saying the other day about you can't just take one play out. I can't take out yeah. the second and third quarters. If State plays the way they did in those other minutes, yeah, they'll be fine. But the problem is you play that way in the second and third quarter against NC State and you won't be down 20, you'll be down 30 or more. And they won't be as gassed late in the fourth right. and stuff like that. I mean, it's fair. I understand why some fans are upset. We we had somebody text and say, "I don't. I, I'm so disappointed in state fans and their comments today." I, I get it uh, because you don't have the benefit of the doubt right now. They didn't going into that game. It needed to look differently. We talked about that all summer. It's got to look differently, and it looked rather similar to what you saw a year ago. So I get why people are not giving the benefit of the doubt to, oh, well, we just played like crap against a team that's not very good and messed around and won the game late anyway. Their game-winning field goal was blocked. If a Paul doesn't get up in the air and hit that football, you might lose. I mean, yeah. it's not like you took like Arkansas over Rice. Arkansas really struggled with Rice. And then the fourth quarter they exploded, and the score says they dominated the game. Not exactly the same situation, but again, 
the crazy thing about this game this weekend is you could do a complete 180 in the way you think about this team, its direction, and the way the fans feel about this team and its direction with a win against a team you're only a two-and-a-half-point underdog to. I mean, it's not. It's such a fine line between meltdown and all good, and it's this weekend. It's going to be fun, I think. Yeah. I'm thrilled for this game. It's a good one on Saturday night. Yeah. Should be good atmosphere. Six o'clock kick. I mean, weather's supposed to be spectacular, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's supposed to be nice. Yeah. It's been nice. What, like 67 or something at kickoff? Yeah, it it poured rain Sunday night. And since then, it's been, you know, it's cool in the mornings. We're getting that first, that little tease of fall. The humidity's rolled back a little bit. Little bit now. That now I know that means on like the LSU week it'll crank back up to like ninety three. I know there's one more burst of summer coming, but right now it's okay. Yeah. Ross Dellinger at Sports Illustrated has a story with Mike Oresco quotes, and these are kind of gold. While three of its top member schools prepare to enter another league. The American Athletic Conference is poised to expand itself and remain the sixth strongest conference in college football. Mike Oresco tells Sports Illustrated the American has been power six all along and will be one moving forward. The Big 12 is taking our teams because of what's happened to them. That tells you all you need to know in terms of where we are. Teams will be interested in us that have the resources to compete at the highest level in our league with an outstanding TV partner in ESPN. The Power Six stuff you can't help but kind of roll your eyes about. But maybe he's onto something. Well, I think he's definitely onto something in saying that there are teams that will be very interested in joining the American. Because it is a step up from Conference USA or from the Sun Belt or whatever other league they might solicit teams. He goes on to say the DNA in this league isn't going to change. Our remaining schools have competed extremely well with the schools leaving. Schools leaving have had success, but they're not dynasties. We'll add schools and we'll replenish and reconstitute. They said we couldn't officially be a power six at the time, but now what's happening? Those teams are supporting the Big 12. It's interesting irony. This demonstrates our success without question. He's spinning it in the way that he can only spin it, by the way. Yeah. But do you buy into what Mike Oresco is saying? Yeah. I think so. Here's the thing. When you're not a a power conference, does it really matter who you have? You know, it's just about having the teams together, playing a conference schedule, and hopefully one of them can come out of there, and especially in this new playoff system that we're going to have, to have an opportunity to play for the for the national championship. You know, if it's Cincinnati or it's UAB or if it's Southern Miss, it's, it's, they're really, outside of the top brands, it's all the same. Help me understand why somebody in his position is not outspoken about the alliance and their intentions. Because Dabo Sweeney, for example, was talking about the playoff and how it doesn't need to expand because then, how stupid logic this is, then their game against Georgia doesn't matter if the playoff is expanded, that nobody would care about that game and it wouldn't matter. How dumb is that? 
Everybody would have watched that game regardless, and it still would matter. But you've got that out there now. The Alliance is going to delay playoff expansion, and now Dabo Sweeney, a prominent name in the sports, like, no, nah, we don't need to expand. We're good. Like, Games aren't interesting if we expand the playoff anymore. If you're the commissioner of the AAC, who's getting his teams poached, aren't you, like, publicly pushing for expansion? Why does it feel like, the as goofy as the Alliance is, they've gotten to control the narrative on playoff expansion? I think that's a mistake, especially for group of five conferences as opposed to the SEC. Yeah, it makes no sense. Look, all of the conferences signed off on moving forward with this proposal and and making, you know, further vetting of the the 12 team playoff. This I mean, yes, I I know who put it together. It was Bob Bowlesby of the Big 12 and Greg Sankey, and Craig Thompson, and Jack Swarbrick. Which means the ACC and the Pac-12 and the American and the Big Ten had no representation in that four-person working group. They presented the proposal and all the conferences said, yeah, we want to hear more. Let's do this. Let's move forward with this idea and figure out if it's going to work and have all the lawyers go to work. But now we're playing the, the, well, we weren't represented in this proposal. So we're not sure that we're going to be for it. Guess what? They're all going to be for it when they realize they're going to make a bunch of money from it. It's just posturing. Just just stupid stuff right now. We'll see where it ends up, but it very much feels like posturing. There are a couple of interesting things in this story that Ross Dellinger wrote. The ACC trio of Houston, Cincinnati, and UCF are expected to start play in the Big 12 in 2023. Problem is, they've got a 27-month exit notice that they have to give to the Big 12, and for that timeline to be moved up, they would have to pay more significant financial penalties. They've got to pay $10 million to exit the contract and give 27 months notice. The Big 12 has, or excuse me, the AAC has not currently received exit notification from those schools. When UConn chose to leave early, they negotiated a $17 million exit penalty so that they could formally join the Big East in July of 2020. Mike Oresco did not want to discuss the specific potential exit negotiations, the specifics of those. He did say, that if they were to leave early and start playing there, if they were to start playing in 2023 in the Big 12, it'd be 23 months from now. And so they'd have to pay a higher exit fee. But here's where it gets really, really fascinating. right? you got Texas and Oklahoma leaving, and Texas and Oklahoma are going to have to pay the Big 12 a boatload of money to leave early. Are they going to be able to negotiate an out and the thing that is not known is if adding three or four new teams to the Big 12 is going to somehow allow Texas and Oklahoma to wiggle off the hook in terms of an $80 million exit fee and the release of their grant of rights. I mean, the Big 12 is going to want to get as much money as it possibly can from Texas and OU, but they also can't cut off their nose to spite their face, right? You know that Texas and OU have got lawyers that are working on this, and they're trying to find a loophole 
that gets them out with as little financial obligation as possible as soon as possible. A little bit of a precarious tightrope that Big 12 Commissioner Bob Bowlesby is having to walk right now. Half an hour left with you, Sports Talk Mississippi, on this Wednesday. We'll be right back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 20% chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 91. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 68. Thursday, sunny skies, high near 86. Thursday evening, clear conditions, low around 63. And for your finally Friday, sunny skies, high near 88. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. Does your body hurt? Have you tried unsuccessful treatments for plantar fasciitis, tennis elbow, shoulder pain, or IT band? Innovative Health Clinic, formerly Acoustic Wave Treatment Center, offers an affordable non-surgical solution through acoustic wave therapy. The beneficial effects of acoustic wave therapy are often experienced after only one or two treatments. The therapy eliminates pain and restores mobility, improving your quality of life. Schedule your appointment at 601-944-5585 or online at InnovativeHealthClinic.net. Now taking same-day appointments. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The Philly Cheesesteak Sandwich or Wrap, Melt-in-Your-Mouth Pulled Pork Sandwich, and the best burger in the Metro. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. Located in Gludstadt, just south of Germantown High, Calloway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful. Callaway's has just received a large shipment of ceramic pots. All sizes, all colors, all 40% off, no exclusions. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jellies, and jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's has farm fresh produce seven days a week. Callaway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture and the largest selection in the South, period. We offer bulk soils for the do-it-yourself project. Callaway's offers landscaping. Designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape from a small job to total transformations. Just give us a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Visit Callaway's in Gludstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway south of Germantown High. Callaway's is, Callaway's is, everything for home and garden. That's what Callaway's is. This portion of Sports Talk Mississippi is sponsored by Coleman Taylor Transmission, servicing Central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman Taylor today for all your transmission needs. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Ream Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> The new degree of comfort. I'm Stephen Gagliano. You're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Gordon Fellows, president of the Mississippi Bankers Association, says that a proposal from the White House could have a major impact on your privacy as it relates to banks reporting to the IRS. 
the White House proposal is all bank accounts, all credit union accounts, all investment accounts that have an aggregate of $600 in a calendar year would have sort of all types of information related to those accounts reported. The potential proposal is seen by supporters as a way to identify unreported income. And a Natchez man will spend 35 years in prison after pleading guilty in a major drug trafficking case. Back in 2018, authorities raided the home of 44-year-old Kevin Singleton and found large amounts of cocaine, heroin, and meth, along with $1.1 million in cash and three firearms. Singleton pled guilty to the federal drug trafficking charges in April of 2019. Before the action begins, make sure your bets are in. Every hit. This ball is crushed. Every point. Who are they giving to? Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino revolutionizes the fan experience. On your phone, casino kiosk, at the timeout lounge. Don't just be a fan, be a player, be a winner. Get to Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino. We're not just fans, we're here to play. Bad internet is bad for business. We've all been there. Lagging video chats, slow downloads. Oh, come on! It's just not a good look. Instead, call Ceasefire Business. Our local experts deliver gigabit speeds backed by thousands of miles of fiber for the fastest, most reliable internet around. Period. No excuses, no apologies. Just fiber-fast internet that works. Ceasefire Business. See how our fiber solutions can help power your success at ceasefirebusiness.com. No matter where you go, Super Talk Mississippi is there. With FM signals all over the state, you can hear Super Talk Mississippi from the Delta to the Red Clay Hills of Meridian and from Oxford to Biloxi. And when you're out of the state, you can always get the latest Mississippi news and talk online at supertalk.fm. And on your smart device with the Super Talk app, you're proud to call Mississippi home and we're proud to cover your state like no one else. Thanks for listening to Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi. Sports. Sports Talk Mississippi. You know I love sports. On Super Talk Mississippi. So it appears as if the New Orleans Saints got a little better on the defensive side of the ball today. The contract is not done, but it appears to just be details that are left. Dotting of I's, crossing of T's. Brandon Roby, original, or sorry, Bradley Roby, originally drafted by Denver. Last couple of years with Houston, 49 career games, 10 interceptions, 29 years old. He's in year two of a three-year, $31.5 million extension that he signed with the Texans last year. Since releasing Janoris Jenkins back in uh, March, I think it was, the Saints have said they got to get another quarter. Yeah, and, and in hindsight... This would qualify. They didn't know that Latavius Murray was going to get passed on the depth chart. Um, he's just not running back to anymore, and so they cut him, that could have 
worked out into keeping Janoris Jenkins had they known he was going to get passed in training camp. But you don't know what you don't know, and therefore uh, they kept him and then recently released him, and they probably could have kept Jenkins. But this is a nice consolation prize. Good player, experienced corner that they desperately needed. I mean, they were in... They, they were going to sign Richard Sherman, and then he had uh, that that meltdown, and hopefully he's getting the help he needs. But uh, they were actively shopping for corners, and they finally got one. We don't know what they're giving up to get him yet, but Houston's going to eat most of uh, that kind of significant salary anyway, so he's going to come on the cheap, even if you gave up like a mid-round pick for him, even a little higher, and Houston is just in tank mode. I mean, they, they are not trying to win at all this year, understandably so, but they're not trying, and the Saints are a beneficiary of that. This is what the Saints needed. They, 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 needed, they needed another guy. You know, Lattimore is good, but they, had, they, you know, they didn't feel confident about the, the uh, Adebo, is that his name? The, uh, the, Paulson the Adebo. Adebo, the, the draft pick. You know, they didn't feel, you what, know, he and Ken Crawley and Desmond Trufant were kind yeah. of competing for that spot. And well, and let's you know, be they, honest. They just signed Trufant this week. So, I mean, that's a guy that, I mean, a good veteran backup to have, but not not a top-tier corner anymore. Go what ahead, were you gonna say, And let's be honest, C.D. Deuce, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, he, he's a corner. He's listed at safety. He guards wide receivers. For all intents and purposes, he is a defensive back. He's just not listed as one, uh, so that helps as well. But they needed it. They needed this badly. It was the one position group, aside from quarterback, with the massive question mark. You know they're going to be great at linebacker. Defensive line, you know, Trey Hendrickson's gone. Aminata can't play the first six games, but they feel really good about that group. Offensive line is still going to be very, very good. Alvin Kamara's on the team, last I checked, and therefore they have an elite-level running game or at least an elite-level running back. And with the emergence of Marquez Callaway, they feel pretty good about the receiver group, especially when Thomas comes back. It was defensive backs that was the one thing that was like, I mean, this team could be a wild-card team or something. However, they might not be able to guard anybody. This helps that. Yeah. Yeah. And we got good news and I'm sure New Orleans is pumped about it, uh, they will only, knock on wood, have to sacrifice one home game. Yeah. They're going to be able to get back to the city sooner than they had thought. Yeah, Mayor said today that um, they've been restoring power like crazy. I think Entergy yesterday restored almost 100,000 individuals' power back, just yesterday. So they're they're obviously doing pretty, pretty well. As far as that goes, and barring an unforeseen setback, they'll be able to play that game, their next home game, on October 4th. So, pretty good news down there. Did you see what Big Ben said today in Pittsburgh? That, yeah. That the Steelers should pay T.J. Watt whatever the heck he wants. Here's the direct quote. I think T.J. should get whatever the heck he wants. He's arguably the best football player in the game right now, not just on defense. Just in general. One of the reasons I took less money was for guys like him to get paid. And he needs to get paid. He deserves every penny that he wants and asks for. T.J. Watt is that guy that should get whatever he wants. Roethlisberger reduced his salary by $5 million when he signed a new contract in March, and that freed up about $15 million in cap space for this year. T.J. Watt, not J.J. Watt, T.J. Watt, 
led the league with 15 sacks last year, 49 and a half sacks in his first four years in the league, runner-up for NFL Defensive Player of the Year in each of the past two seasons. After attending every training camp practice but participating only in individual drills, Watt practiced with the team in full Wednesday for the first time this season. He's in line to become the NFL's highest-paid defensive player, trying to get more upfront guarantees. Roethlisberger says the problem is when you negotiate a new contract, it's two-sided. When the bosses and higher-ups are in charge, there's only so much you can do, so we all feel bad for TJ. Everyone knows how bad he wants to be out here. He was here every single day, and he didn't need to be working, busting his butt. He should get taken care of. What do you think about that? Meanwhile, the GM's listening. Ben, shut up! Ben, shut up! Shut your mouth! Stop talking! Yeah. I mean, he's right, but will the, the, will the, the management answer to him? I don't know. Will he hold out and not play if he doesn't get a new deal? Oh, he better not, because I drafted the Steelers' defense two nights ago. <laughs> it's pretty well, remarkable that two guys that are that dominant can come from the uh, same DNA strand. Isn't there a third? No. I, don't, I think they have a third brother, 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 brother that like, brothers, played a I don't, high level I don't, I don't think he's a he's a he's an athlete though. So, well, what does he do? Sucks to be him. I mean, Knit? me and my me and my brother we dominate. The yeah, NFL Derek things. Watt, fullback for no. Yeah, there's three in the NFL. I knew it. Derek yeah. plays fullback oh. for the Steelers. Well, there you go. So you get TJ and Derek on the same team. My one. Two, almost two-year-old, is destructive. Could you imagine what those three just did to the house? Never mind that. Can you imagine the grocery bill? <laughs> A lot of Subway sandwiches, according to those commercials. Wow. Yeah. Wow. NFL season begins tomorrow night. Dallas and Tampa Bay. And Ed Sheeran, by the way. Don't, don't forget that. How could I forget? How could you forget Ed Sheeran? All right, how many people will watch that game tomorrow night? 20 million? 2021. Something like that. I don't know what it was. Notre Dame, Florida State. Yeah, Notre Dame, Florida State on Sunday night was about 7 million. It peaked at 8.8 million in overtime. Those are fantastic numbers for college football. The opening weekend of college football this year. Up 19% over 2019. That's Over huge. 2019. Over 2019, that's right, before COVID hit. So we're yeah. comparing back to when things were normal era. Relatively normal, anyway. Up 19%. Week one was huge in college football. Huge. What did you say the viewership numbers were for Ole Miss Louisville Monday night? Just under 3.1 million, which is a, a considering... You know, not the biggest brands in college football and the fact that not the game was game. a blowout. Uh, 3.1 million is, again, as fan, college football is great. That's a fantastic number for a Monday night, those two brands, that kind of game. Also really late on the East Coast as well. It's just a great number. In comparison, and we don't really get SEC Network numbers. Like, they don't... Nah. We've, we've gotten to the point where they get those numbers, but they're not made public. But 
a really, let's say Missouri-Kentucky, which is going to be played on the SEC Network on Saturday night, it'll do a few hundred thousand, couple hundred thousand. Mississippi State, NC State on Saturday night. ESPN 2? Is that right? Yeah, that's correct. We'll do what, Borky? Half a million? Who are they seven, com- seven, eight hundred thousand? Who are they competing against? Texas, Arkansas. Oh. Ooh. And Ole Miss Austin P on ESPN Plus. The announcers for uh State's game will be in the stadium this week, so that's exciting. Yeah, what was that all about last week? They they would cut to the broadcasters and one of them's internet was so bad you it looked it was like buffering. Yeah. It was buffering. Yeah, yeah. They, 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 last week they didn't have him on site. This week they will. What was it? John Schriffen and um, Renee Igodala? I don't know what his name is. Ingoglia, I think it is. Yeah, yeah. So this week, tell you what all the game times are. And Mike Golick Jr. on the call. Yeah. Give you the, uh, the games and the announcer pairings for uh, this week in the SEC. And wrap things up. Sports Talk Mississippi. Streaming at supertalk.fm. Right back. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs. They're in Ridgeland and Brandon. Just call 601-605-4443. Heavy delay southbound on 55 at exit 98A. That's Woodrow Wilson. The right lane is blocked due to a disabled vehicle. Also causing delays due to looky-loos northbound up through the waterworks as well on 55. And down at the stack, just some minor delays. 20 westbound at Gallatin. This update brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union, where you can enjoy low interest rates on loans and free checking accounts. Due to a national blood shortage, Mississippi Blood Services is in critical need of donations to refill our supply. Summer travel is ahead and the need continues. Please help Mississippi Blood Services recover their supply of much-needed blood as we move into the summer months. Visit msblood.com or call 601-368-2673 to find a location near you to donate blood today. That's msblood.com. When your gears aren't doing exactly what they need to do, Coleman Taylor Transmission is the one for you. With 60 years in business, our professional ASC certified technicians at Coleman Taylor Transmission have the experience and training to provide automatic transmission repairs, rebuilds, transmission flushes, and much, much more. And ask about our free towing and free diagnostics as well. Call 601-355-8526. 601-355-8526. Or online at ColemanTaylorJacksonMS.com. That's ColemanTaylorJacksonMS.com. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events, but thanks to Two Men in a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need, a professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. 
For the highest quality comprehensive eye care for your entire family, you need to visit Optical 2000, Dr. Bobby C. Pankey and Associates in Clinton, Richland, and Flora. All three locations offer eye health and eye care examinations, as well as treatment for eye disease. And we have a wide array of the latest frames and sunglasses from your favorite designers. Most major insurance accepted. Click to call a clinic near you at optical-2000.com. Optical 2000, Dr. Bobby C. Pankey and Associates in Clinton, Richland, and open Wednesdays in Flora. What if there was a paint that could awaken something as old as that Rip Van Winkle guy? Hey, what? Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors and completely restore its youth. Hey, there's hair on my head again! If a paint could give any time-worn surface stunning new life, is it still paint? Regal Select Exterior from Benjamin Moore. Paint like no other. Seabrook Paints in Jackson and Ridgeland. Visit SeabrookPaints.com. One of the things I enjoy most about raising catfish is the end result, the fish on the truck headed to the plant. I like that because we raised a good product with a, with a good team and a good uh, result from, from all the hard work that we've done. I'm Terry Cruz and I'm proud to be your 2020 Arkansas Catfish Farmer of the Year. We all have to eat. So if you're going to eat, eat U.S. farm-raised catfish. The Mississippi Office of Homeland Security wants to remind you that public safety is everyone's responsibility. To help Mississippians take part in securing their communities, our office has created a C-Send app for smartphones that can send suspicious activity tips straight to the Mississippi Fusion Center. Download it for free from your app store today by searching C-Send. You can also report suspicious activity by phone to 888-4-SAFE-MS or 601-933-7200. Online reporting available at homelandsecurity.ms.gov. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Let's go, let's go, let's go. This is your new home for exclusive sports coverage here in the Magnolia State. Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi. We know that you love to win, and so we will give you a chance to win right now. Concerts are back on September 24th, Mississippi's very own Three Doors Down. We'll be at the Brandon Amphitheater. Tickets for the show are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com and the Brandon Amphitheater box office. Now is your chance to win a pair of tickets to see Three Doors Down before you can buy them. Or instead of having to buy them, be texter number 7. Texter number seven on the C Spire text line, 601-879-4395, with the key phrase to win a pair of tickets. The key phrase is loser. Be listening all week for your chance to win tickets to see Three Doors Down at the Brandon Amphitheater on September 24th. So. I thought you were going another way with that whole winning thing. I thought you were talking about the best team in baseball picking up another win. First team to 90. How are the Yankees doing, by the way? You want to know about it? Because I remember a few weeks back you were talking some smack about the Yankees. We have a winner. We have a winner. Sorry if you were a little slow. We've got a winner. You don't need to text us anymore. But but you were talking about the Yankees. And yet, in terms of winners, I got a winner for you right here. Give it to me. A 14-team parlay. Oh, that's a good winner. 
a $10 bet with the odds of plus 799357 $10 to net $79,935.70. Under UConn-Fresno State. Under Boise State-UCF. Under South Florida-NC State. Under East Carolina-App State. Under North Carolina-Virginia Tech. Under Duke and Charlotte. Under Old Dominion and Wake Forest. You get the idea. All of these are unders. Kent State-Texas A&M. Fresno State-Oregon. Western Michigan-Michigan. Central Michigan-Missouri. Oregon State-Purdue. Utah State-Washington State. And then there was one game hanging in the balance. It was the Monday night game between Louisville and Ole Miss. The total in the game was 75 and a half. He took the under, and he was a winner. A $10 bet that netted this guy eighty grand. How good is that? That's pretty good. That's, that's, you got to be feeling pretty good about yourself when something like that happens. What a country. He could have done that legally in England for years and years and years. It's only recently that he can do it in just about everywhere in the United States. Well, yeah. what happens in soccer, though, to an over-under total if nobody scores, which seems to happen often? Yeah, then the question. under hits. I guess yeah, the what if the, yeah. the, the over-under could be zero? Yeah. And so the over-under was a half. Yeah. Well, half point. So. Yeah. That's pretty good stuff. Yeah. Hey, in is, case... What? I was going to say, in case y'all were wondering why I knew who was calling the Mississippi State game this weekend, check out tomorrow's Thunder and Lightning podcast for my interview with Mike Golick Jr., where we talk in depth about Mississippi State's offensive line issues. How about that? Yeah. I bet he was entertaining. He was. I, I emailed him. I always like to email people after and say, like, hey, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. He's like, man, I never have been given five minutes to talk about splits in my life. You gave me a gift today. <laughs> That's good. There you go. That's good. All right, Pitt in Tennessee on Saturday at 11 o'clock Central. Dave Pash, Dusty Dvorak, and Tom Luganbill. The Johnny Majors Bowl. That is correct. Florida and USF. Bob Wischusen, Dan Orlovsky, and Chris Budden. Alabama State and Auburn. Dave Neal, Deuce McAllister, his debut on the SEC Network, and Andrea Carter. South Carolina East. Eh, nobody cares. UAB Georgia, Mark Jones, RG3, and Quint Kesnick. Oh, RG3, wow. Yeah. Texas A&M and Colorado, Joe Davis, Brock Heward. I thought they were really, really good on the LSU. Brock Heward is really, really the other night. Heward is really yeah, good. I agree. Uh, Tom Hart, Jordan Rogers, Cole Kublik on the afternoon SEC Network game, Mercer and Alabama. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> Poor Tom guys. Hart's going to be talking about all kinds of stuff like Here's three thing, minutes though. into the game. They love the opportunity to call Alabama because they get some face time with Nick Saban. Yeah. Because the Kentucky-Missouri game is far better. Taylor Zarzer, Matt Stinscombe, and Alyssa Lang on that one. Joe Tess, Greg McElroy, and Katie George on Texas and Arkansas on ESPN. NC State, Mississippi State, Anish Shroff, Mike Golick Jr., Taylor McGregor, Austin P. and Ole Miss, some guy named Richard Cross, and Ben Hartsock. 
Ooh, McNeese and LSU, Mike Morgan, Charles Arbuckle, Taylor Davis, Vandy, Colorado State, Rich Waltz, and Aaron Taylor and Jenny Dell on CBS Sports Network. You're not a small guy, but Hartsock's a Hartsock is a big guy. They're going to give you a box to stand on next to him. <laughs> He's big dude, big dude. Nice yeah. guy too. I've talked to him a couple of times this week. We were on uh, a call with um, Scotty Walden, former Southern Miss head coach for four games, is yeah. the head coach at Austin P. That's what's coming up this weekend. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. Thanks for being with us. We'll be back with you tomorrow at 3. For Michael Borky and Brian Haydad, I'm Richard Cross. Good night. Are you a business owner looking for help with HR benefits and payroll? MWG Employer Services offers a wide range of services and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. I was so overwhelmed with HR stuff. MWG Employer Services took all the stress out of it and even set up my payroll. I couldn't be happier. MWG Employer Services is here to help you succeed. Call us today at 601-206-7966 or go to MWGEmployerServices.com. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.